0: of the Michael Deacon program. First time listeners out there, my name in fact is Michael and I am pleased you have found this program. It's a very dark program at times, but today we'll keep it pretty light for you. don't hold that against me. I might break that promise to you, but who knows? I look forward to once again serve you those conscious coma-inducing vibrations. Now joining me this evening, again, is a very special guest, A band you might be familiar with, and I think my co-host, Mr. Mike Hadeus, very familiar with this group, this band, October Noir, straight out of Florida. They are here with us, live and direct, by the way. So once again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for allowing me into your hearts and into your minds. Here we are, yet again, on a night like this. Once again, thank you to those who support the program, those outside of America, and of course, those of you... In America, we really appreciate that and respect you so much. Now, without further ado, let's see if everyone is ready out there. Hopefully, everything is good and uh, they are ready to go. And Mike, are you alive out there?
1: Good evening, Mr. Deacon, and how are you this evening?
0: I'm living life, enjoying myself, talking to you, having a good time here, talking to the audience, feeling it. Uh, Mike, I have no idea where we're going to go tonight, but I'm sure... It's going to be a good one.
1: As always, my friend.
0: That's how we roll here. We have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea what I'm going to say to you. And after this point on in the program, I take no responsibility for what comes out of my mouth. (laughs) I'm not even here right now. I'm just channeling something through me. So who knows where this is going to end up? On the cutting room floor. One of those nights, Mike. One of those nights.
1: As always, every oh, yeah. time we do a show,
0: it's a, it's a, it's amazing. It really is. And once again, give a big round of applause to our guest here, the group October Noir, Mike. There you go, Mike. Now you're clapping. Now I feel the love and the energy that I, I was expecting out of you, Mike. Thank you.
1: You got it. That's what I'm getting paid for.
0: Nice. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Not
1: getting paid. Not for.
0: getting paid for. <laughs> and uh, I believe Tyler is out there. We have Tom and Doug. Hello. Hello. What's up, gentlemen? How are you guys this evening? I believe you guys are straight out of Florida.
2: Yeah.
0: Representing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <I was> representing. <laughs> basically Alabama.
0: Basically Alabama number two. Yeah.
4: T- Tyler's actually from. Yeah, I'm in Alabama.
0: Oh, Tyler's in Alabama.
4: Okay. Yeah, about, a, oh, about an you. hour from them.
0: Well, you know, everybody will like that out here. We have lots of people from Alabama who definitely tune in, so you aren't the only ones.
2: They have the internet in Alabama? This surprised me.
0: Trust me, I'm always surprised anyone listens to this show.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> to want it right now.
0: But there's a lot of people that do. It's it's quite amazing, and I respect all of them very much. This is a very entertaining show. Um, I usually hate everything else, but my own show, it's not so bad at times, but, you know. Got to be a little intoxicated to enjoy the show.
2: Well, you know, I'm just listening to your voice and uh, I touch myself in weird places.
0: Well, again, I'm not shocked. It it wouldn't be the first time I hear those
2: words. (laughs) From from Mike? Is Mike telling you that?
0: Men and women all alike. Um, I I don't blame you for feeling that way.
2: Oh, well, I thought I was special, but I guess I'm just another notch in your bedpost, though.
0: Just one of many, yes. I'm sorry. I'm a man of the, the evening. <laughs> and Mike, uh, I'm I'm sure you're more familiar with this group than I am even though we will play some of their music and I have been listening to them for a while now since you introduced me uh to these gentlemen here these you guys are awesome magic magicians. Yeah, you guys are magicians on stage. <laughs> I would have I would have said musicians, but uh magicians is, is a lot better. I've seen you guys on stage. Everything is good.
2: I prefer that.
0: It sounds more exotic.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: in, in the I've, I've known i've known t- um if i may t- tom is the bassist vocalist and the uh entrepreneur of october nor and uh there's also uh, tonight we have with us uh tyler who is the new drummer and doug who plays guitar um i met tom a while back probably almost close to i guess maybe what two years close to it
2: yeah close to two years now
1: Close to two years, and Tom and I were affiliated with a project that we did called uh, Momento Morte. Right. Um, yes. And um, that has since fallen apart. But Tom and I have kept in contact. And were you the cause knows, of that,
0: Mike? By the way, of the band falling apart was that because of um, your actions? Probably. It was on you. Temper. Okay. <laughs> just to clarify, that's right. all for the record. For the record.
1: Yes, and and just so everyone knows out there, the name of the band is October Nor. Their newest release coming out is uh, Fate, Wine, and Wisteria. It's a great album. Uh, For all you typo-negative fans out there, um, I'm sure – I'm sincerely sure that you will enjoy this recording uh, as I have. Um, It's really good. And the first three songs on it are actually produced by Paul Bento from Carnivore. So – there you go. If you like Type, type O Negative, uh, you know, the old style Type O Negative, you will really enjoy this band, and uh, it's great to have you guys on the
0: on the show with us. Yes, sir. Yes, glad you guys are here, and that's one of the um, bands I'm sure you get constantly compared to all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, more often times than not. Even shit that we, you know, we'll, we'll go rip off something from, like, The Cure, and nobody will even notice it. They'll be like, oh, it's Type O.
0: It's Type O Negative, yeah. Yeah, so. so you just might as well just say, yeah, we are basically a cover band now.
2: Yeah, that's what everybody was like, oh, well, we respect you more if you just send you a trippy band.
0: <laughs> well, I believe you have a much different style than that, but uh, it's still, obviously, it's an influence. Um, I hear a different, I hear actually a couple of influences through the music, through your band. Well, you know, I, I can hear a bit of a uh, 80s sort of uh, influence there as well. Hey God, From different, just, yeah,
2: is that is a big one for me.
0: And of course, you do have some covers, though, obviously, mm-hmm. not bad ones.
2: Well, I mean, depending on who's listening. Well,
0: yeah, it yeah, taste varies. Some people probably wouldn't like that. Some people do. Some people don't. Yeah. Um. No, I, again, honest, it's not so bad.
2: For where, for where we are, we do well. Um, I'm not going to complain at all. And you spec- know, I, yeah. if you're doing anything right, you're going to have people that hate on you. That's right. won't. the thing is, like when you when you have a style,
1: in this particular case with the uh, October Noor, you know, they've got a style, and it, it, let's not be, you know, let's not fool ourselves. There's a comparison to, you know, between them and Typo Negative, sure. and that's okay. So, uh, without Typo being around these days, it's it's kind of a refreshing thing to hear a band that has that style and is um, producing it in their music. So, you're you know, you you're gonna get feedback from people who either like it or dislike it. And that's just with any band, any style. Yeah, but uh, I like it. I, I dig like it. it a lot.
0: Yes, and specifically the cover of, you know, Wicked Game.
2: Right. Yeah, that you know that's funny. I I did not want to do that cover at all. I it's actually
0: town. pretty good in my opinion. I've never heard it, you know, come out that way before or that sort of rendition well, of that song. So I thought it was not so bad.
2: Yeah, no, that one actually worked well for us. But I was looking at it going, this song has been done so many fucking times. No, of course, yeah. a, cover for, a cover of it, and you know that's what kind of set off their career too. So I was like, well, it's kind of in that same genre realm. So I was doing it, I was like, well, what the hell are we gonna do with it? But Doug was adamant. He was like, no, we got to do it. We got to do it. And I said, all right. That
3: one was that. actually the first track that we worked together as a, as a band when I joined. Yeah. So that one's always gonna be very special to me.
0: Well, when as did long you as you joined, the- Doug. Yeah, when did you join? By the way, that's a good question, Mike.
3: Um, I think it
2: was like, it was right after the second album. So it was October of 2019. Yeah, like okay. it's like three days after. Yeah, <laughs> after the album came out, the first two guys quit. They they were pissed off. They didn't want to. Well, so long story short, um, these guys never really got together to record or anything. And I said, well, look, I've got a deadline to meet. I've got to fucking do this. So I did it. And uh, they didn't even really hear the songs until after the album dropped, and they got pissed off, and they were like, "Well, this isn't gonna work," so we quit. And I was like, "Well, see you later." You
0: yes, know, Mike so. is a mind reader, by the way. I was gonna say, from my clouded memory, I imagine this wasn't the original lineup from what 2016, correct?
2: Well, tw- well, 2016 is when I started buying all of my equipment. Yeah, you know, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do an album. We'll see what happens." So I did I did it by myself basically through the seven months of 20. Uh, to start of 2017 and, uh, and released it in October and just to see what would happen. And it got really good feedback. So I was like, well, fuck, I need to put some people together because people have to come play shows now. Um, but they didn't even realize it wasn't even a full band. It was just me. But, um, going into 2018 is when we started working this material and then finally got out there and started playing. So from 2018 around September, I think was the first show until October of 2019. That's when they quit.
1: And and Tyler, when did you come into the van? You're you're the drummer. Tell us how you got into the van.
2: Yeah, I came in uh,
4: New Year's Day this year. Basically, it was when I was announced. So I think we ha- I think we had started working together in early December, but uh, that was the official day I came in. So
1: yeah, that that Southern Alabama accent, I can hear it.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to cover up. Ah, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Tom, like Tom sounds <laughs> like he's from Jersey, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well,
2: he is, isn't he? Aren't you from Jersey? Wait, yeah, I had some time, some background there. Yeah. I
0: thought everybody was from Jersey here.
4: Yep. Him and I go
1: back. We're like blood brothers. Including myself. In I'm just
0: going to start, you know, going with that. Why don't you? I'm from New Jersey, too.
1: <laughs> oh, you've never left El Centro. I've
0: never been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've never left. I'm actually in a slap city right now. Are you? No, not really. It's just uh, Okay. <laughs> no. I'm actually not there. I, I wish I was there. It'd be pretty funny if I was. That'd be that'd be another conversation. But um yes, Tyler, he is the I guess the newer rendition of the, the program here for the band, meaning, you know, he's yep. part of the bigger conglomerate now. This is true. Yes, uh Tyler's be, uh, drumming skills are out of this world. That is what's being said here in the chat, so
2: Oh, nice. Yes, they're yeah, putting you over. He's very appropriate for this this, this music and the style. Uh, we, can, we can talk about the X one later if you want, but yeah.
0: It's always oh, the drummers, okay. by the way, so you, you better watch um, Tyler there. He might um, stab somebody with the drumstick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. I've been over for that all the time. Oh, oh. Getting stabbed.
0: Yeah, wow. that's never good. <laughs> But it's true though, there's there's all it's always the drummers, Mike. Have you noticed that? They're always a bit of trouble.
1: Oh brother, let me tell you, I I had more drummers in my life. In fact I had more band members in my band through the past. Ugh, that's why I I hate musicians.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You you hate magicians?
1: I hate magicians. There you go. (laughs) Pulling pulling rabbits out of a
4: hat. That's what they do. Yeah, I've always heard. I've always heard that the drummers are the ones you got to look out for. But I've always had a, I've always had a lot of success and things that I did. Do you know? Do you know why that is, Tyler? You,
1: you, you guys could, go in. You guys go insane. You guys are intense. On an instrument that you're beating on and creating yeah. loud noises in front of.
4: You. Yeah. Well, I know. I know <laughs> every drummer that I know is. You know, we've all got our own issues. It can be said. You should see somebody about that.
0: Yes. Even um. Even bands that aren't even around for very long, uh, just even bands in, um, let's say, a local bar, you know, just a small, even smaller than that, even a band in like a high school or something. It's always uh, the drummer that's causing issues. So, Tyler, again, we are watching you. Yeah. <laughs> On high <laughs> alert. There you go. No, you you don't <laughs> sound like <laughs> trouble, though. So you, we give you a pass. We give you a pass. I'll take it. There you go. It's because you're from Alabama. So I trust you now.
4: Oh, that, yeah. There's good, there's good people down here, you know. It's the That's why. free still.
0: And uh, Tyler, are you a religious gentleman at all? Um, you know, being from no. Alabama, I'm sure, you know, the parents may be religious. So it's kind of, you know, makes me wonder, why are you hanging out with these um, devil worshippers like Mike Hideous?
4: <laughs> well, you know, religion, it, it was a big part of my growing up. Um, I started playing I started playing music in church as a kid, so
0: oh, and that's okay. the
4: best. That's the best place to uh, the best play place music to learn. Fail,
0: to fail, and
2: fail, and learn for sure. So I hear he runs around with Westboro from time to time too, calling everybody baggage.
0: I know that's that's another thing I heard. I'm not quite sure if that's true or not, but th- there are rumors, for the record,
4: uh, well, I I haven't heard them.
0: Yes, um, hopefully that is isn't true, But yes, we continue here. Hopefully he's not out there. On the weekends, and Mike's very quiet tonight.
1: I'm on Percocet. What can I do? That's
0: true. Mike has—he's um, a little subdued back there. Having a lot of back problems this week. What's wrong? I'm probably pregnant. You're probably pregnant, Mike. <laughs> What's really going on? Well, why is your back hurting? By the way,
1: I—I I do not know, but I have been in such pain since about Thursday,
4: and late like, today was the worst.
0: Obviously, you haven't been drumming. <laughs> No, no, really, mess up her back, right, Tyler?
4: <laughs> yeah, here and there it will.
0: Yeah, that back pain.
4: Well, not so, not so much here. We play uh pretty slow.
0: Well, that's you know pretty mellow, pretty mellow, and um, you know we will play a song. Um, by the way, here, it, well, not yet, but soon here. I, I definitely want to play a song for the audience out there who's never heard uh, of you boys before.
5: Oh, gotta prepare hey,
0: I don't know why I keep calling you boys, by the way. You guys are men. I told you. Manly man. men. Ma'am. It's ma'am now.
1: It's shim.
0: And since you guys are out there, well, not all of you, but living in Florida, well, what's that like right now, um, especially with um, the way things are going with um, COVID? What was that like out there for you people in Florida? Just a party. What's going on?
2: Yeah, man. Well, Florida, you know, they didn't really give a shit about all that. They I think Love we that. stayed up- and down for like five months, and uh, they started opening everything back up. And the governor was like, "Yeah, yeah, fuck you guys. We're we're gonna do what we want. We can't just close oh. down businesses and you know do whatever." So we've actually been open for the longest time out of anybody else. And of course, you know people would complain and say Florida's stupid, but then you have got New York. It has the worst cases of COVID ever. So you know, yep, makes sure. it to me. That's
1: right. So amen to your governor.
2: Yes,
0: right. to all the lovely governors out there. By the way.
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's he's awesome, man. He did not take a lot of shit from uh, the meatheads up top. So that's right. That's
0: right. Yeah, Mike's very proud of that. I am. Mike was wearing hey. a three mask, by the way.
1: I tell you, <laughs> I, I I heard uh, I heard your governor might
0: run for president.
2: That I've heard that too, man. Um, uh, I don't know we'll what's going to happen.
0: No kidding. That's what I heard. That'd be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Chris Christie running for president. Oh jeez. <laughs> that's even worse.
2: No, Christie's
4: pretty uh. I think Chris Christie's his state to uh, writing the cookbooks or whatever. Hmm. I think I'd heard something about he had come out with a cookbook or yeah. who knows. It's, too- it's kind of hard, kind of hard to know what is a uh, real and fake.
1: Well, that's that in just politics, the word politics. That's
2: yeah, it's both real and fake.
1: Well, the real yeah, exactly real and fake. It's a, but aside from all that, Tom, tell us about this CD. Tell us, uh, tell us what you want to tell us about this.
0: The CD. new CDM. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, uh,
0: the interest. Start
1: by start by telling me who the model is on the cover.
2: <laughs> so Uh-oh. this is the girl we hired out of Australia, <laughs> commissioned. Asian. Molly. Yeah. So, uh, she came Pretty in. Woman. Yeah, she actually took all of the uh, internal photos of all the nature scenes too. She was <laughs> like her big thing. Uh, but her uh, Instagram handle is if Anybody wants to go look? Wow. But, <clears throat> yeah, she did a great job, man. Um, yeah, bravo. So yeah, yeah, I was very happy with that. But now here, here's the secret though, because you're only gonna know this is if you own the physical copy of the CD. Did you the disc art at all?
1: Yes, I I looked at the. Um, uh, are you talking about the booklet?
2: No, 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 the the actual CD art.
1: I'm looking at it. So front or back? The CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you're talking about right?
2: Art that's on the top of the CD. So. Yeah. Put your finger through, the, your hole. Finger through the hole.
1: <laughs> Put my finger through the hole. What are we talking about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, the actual disc, Mike. This, the,
1: this oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Let me take it out. Hold on.
0: Mike was thinking of something else.
1: So from from the back is that what I'm doing? It or from the
2: front? Well, face the art towards your face and then put your finger. Oh, so
1: is that is that supposed to be a woman's private parts?
2: That is exactly exactly
5: what it is.
1: (laughs) Kind of. Oh, I see. I see. Mike finally got it. I mean, when I first looked at it, that's what came to my mind. But then, with the there's some there's some interesting art going on around it that made it look like thorns or branches. So I kind of put that knowledge I, I think, oh well, you know, you just mean a pervert thinking
2: that it's a woman's <laughs> you know. no, like that was that was the goal of the whole thing though, right? You have to do a double take and you're not really sure.
0: That's good but work it, there, yeah. I, good marketing there.
2: Yeah, when I was putting it through to the publisher, I was like, Well fuck, I don't know if they're gonna print this. It's just <laughs> this great thing at your face. So I was like, well let's let's manipulate it a little bit. But there you go. Is it pierced? Yes. I, I could tell.
1: <laughs> now he's really looking. Now I'm looking. I got my finger through the hole. <laughs> yeah, actually very beautiful photographs. And and the, the uh booklet itself as well, the artwork, the the photography layout, very, very nice. I really what is this, like a eight, yeah. page, eight pages, ten pages?
5: Twelve
1: pages.
5: Um we
2: always do twelve pages. Yeah, we normally do pages. But we, And who we
1: did the photography? Who did the photography for all the art inside?
2: So the, the the nature photos and the photos of the girl was that girl who took care of those. D took D. D. Cole photography. She's our main photographer with, with everything work with um, here band photos. Really nice. She, so go look her up too if uh, you guys haven't yet. She she shoots mm-hmm. a lot of bands that come. Does she big names? And
1: uh, so tell us a little bit about the um the songs on the CDs.
2: <clears> oh. <throat> uh, <laughs> yeah, the that material, so the way I write, man, is everything lyrically uh, is very personal to me or, or things that are happening in my life. Um, so it does, it's just going through some rough times. I know you and I talked about it a little bit, too, so you kind of had an idea there. Um, sure. So, yeah, it's a lot of songs uh, you know, that deal with turmoil, that deal with uh, relationship problems or uh, – just just life issues, like uh, Cradle of Monster was, was about cancel culture and how fucked up it is, so everybody just feels like they're you know, like the old universal monster being hunted down um, and then it goes into like uh, Proverbs, talking about I think you should mention that song um, but it was, yeah, just the, the scope of how men and women are
1: kind of wired up uh, and they're very different in that sense as well Yeah, one of my favorite songs is Proverbs, uh, Sistinus. did I say it right?
2: Yes, the scene that was a Danzig cover, Glenn Danzig cover.
1: Was it now? That's yeah. also
0: another influence you hear through their music.
2: Yes, yeah. Danzig's Nothing
0: wrong with that, by the way. I do like Danzig. Yes.
2: Yeah, I know. That we we won't go too down that rabbit hole with Mike because I know his his history and stuff. So
1: I I I don't mind Danzig. Danzig is fine. I mean. I, I mean, I'll be honest, I was never really into the rock style of Danzig, but I appreciate him and respect him greatly uh, for what he's done over the years, but just not a rock metal fan of Danzig's music, would we'll all due respect.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's, no, I was born to Danzig than I was the Misfits. Um, well, you're younger
1: too, aren't you? I mean, you're, you're young, what are you, in your 30s? Uh,
2: 37, yeah.
1: Yeah, now, you're younger, you weren't even, a, like, you know, I don't think you were even born by the time they broke up.
2: No, definitely not. Um, so yeah, but you know, I, I like the style of things, but yeah, Danzig always kind of floated with me better. Um, but yeah, I mean, even even to the gothier elements, man. Uh, you know, going back to Sisters of Mercy and, and The Cure, if you want to go that route. So
1: you do you do enjoy some of the the goth style music gothic rock?
2: <laughs> I know you and I talked about uh the fields of Nephilim or whatever, and you, you'd always ask if I'd ever heard of them, and that was yeah, another one. And like Lycia, Lycia was another big one for me in my younger years.
1: Ah, Lycia. Uh, you but say like, Lycia, I say Lycia. Yeah,
2: I don't like. It makes me think
1: of head lice when it's Do you it. do you know? Do you know yes. when Type Negative toured with uh Lycia mm-hmm. on that 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 tour? I was asked for empire hideous to join that tour really that's how peter and i got to know each other oh, back in the day
2: yeah they were he was trying to pull his thing and they were fucking you at the label side and the yeah yeah it's a whole other story but um
1: yeah that was uh it's interesting you mentioned that band because i remember when they did their first tour with i believe it was through october rust that's when i was asked by peter to go on tour with them. <laughs> but this is not about me um yeah. So yeah, that that's great. It's good to know that you've got a lot of influence, be you know, from you know all different types of backgrounds of music. Yeah. And no. uh, You can, I mean, the, the again, the the CD, the music is recorded and produced amazingly.
5: Oh, so,
0: okay. yes, yeah, good job by the way. And Serendipity is one of my uh, my favorite song off the CD there.
2: <clears throat> that's another odd one that uh, that we don't really get a lot of hits on, but that was actually Doug's yeah. kind of main influence. Yeah, that was. Uh,
3: uh, that one was a song that I actually started up. Like, um, the chorus and the uh, intro were the first things that
0: were written in that song. And uh, Nice. So, yeah, well, yeah
3: that, that was a fun one.
0: That's I a good song.
4: Bringing in the really weird stuff.
0: I like that, yes. I, I like the vibe so, for this, uh, where that CD was going.
2: Yeah, now, Michael, if you notice, the verse riff in that was actually uh, influenced from Led Zeppelin's No Quarter. So... Not a lot of people pick that one up. Either.
0: There's some Led oh, Zeppelin, I, some Pink Floyd influence there.
1: Yeah. Really, I'm gonna to have to listen to it again because I, I didn't catch that.
0: There's some yeah. elements of that in there implemented. Yeah, I could hear it. Yep. Oh, I, I could hear it.
2: Everything is said. Who all can we rip off with this one?
0: <laughs> well, that's what all the well, that's what all the greats do, anyways, right? They just rip that's off right. everyone. It,
2: it really is, man.
0: Everyone's like biggest hit was a stolen riff from someone.
2: Look at Vanilla Ice. There you, you go. Wait.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, know, you need to steal a riff from uh, someone like that. Another Freddie Mercury hit. Sneak it in there.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: by the way, uh, gentlemen, uh, is it cool if I uh, play uh, Serendipity now, by the way, just to let the audience hear just a little bit of it?
2: Absolutely, man. Do you think?
0: Here, let me play this for them. Um, hopefully they hear it. I can hear it just fine. I can hear it. Yes, I do like this song, Mike. basically how i sing in the shower by the way i mean i could you know if you guys need a backup singer i might be there on stage with you
1: you just have to bring a shower with
0: you Yeah, well maybe after the, you know i could do that too we could mic it up in the shower never know it does sound kind of like how i sing though you know i might i might join the band um, but yes i'm sorry let me continue playing that i do love that song by the way here we go Very nice. Very nice, by the way.
5: Yeah,
0: thank you. Love that.
5: Very, yeah. Great, great. Your
0: vocals are really stupendous. Very awesome.
2: Right. I've always enjoyed you too much. Just to do All work. right. Mike you also have, a star in his own back. right. It's okay. It's
0: true though. Mike is a star in his own right. Great vocals. He has demonstrated them uh, time and time again for different, uh, different tracks throughout the years. Uh, and Mike, you know, I always put you over here on this program. Uh, by your vocal ability, you know, some songs you can't really, you know, you could tell that you're a good singer, but you know, you do have that one song that I like that I always play here that, where have you been, you know, where you really showcase those golden pipes of yours too.
1: That's very kind of you guys.
0: Yes, Mike, don't be sad. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Mike. We love you so much. Uh, Mike, you know, don't feel bad, Mike. I'm not. (laughs) You know, Mike, you are... One of my favorite co-hosts in the world. We love you very much, Mike. I'm going to cry. There you go. Um, but yes, uh, great song. Love that. Serendipity. Great track. Pick that up. Check it out. Buy the CD whenever you know you ever get a chance to. And um, that would be a good thing for these gentlemen here.
1: Always. Yeah, guys. It's uh, Fate Wine and Wisteria, also known as Fat Wine and Wickery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name, by the way. <laughs> Sounds good.
1: Pretty whiny. <laughs> yeah. By the way, is there is there are we missing somebody tonight? We're missing someone We're missing
0: we? someone. Who who yeah, who's a who's band members?
2: Oh no no no, Justin, yeah, man. He he moved to Maryland, so uh he's he's no longer with us. Exiled. Oh, he's gone. I, I did man, not realize that. Yeah, he uh he, tend, he man, he had a lot of anxiety at Stage Fright and uh but no, no most yeah, it was it was weird. He was an, a fantastic fucking musician. Um, man, I would love to have him back. I really would. But uh, yeah, he's he's doing his thing, man. he's, he's got his life going. So oh, well, wow, going.
1: wow, it's kind of odd that you would mention or you know someone would have like such stage fright and yet want to yeah. be in a band. I mean, no disrespect to him, but he yeah, stage yeah. fright.
2: Yeah, very weird, man. Um, but because yeah, we noticed he he would he bail out. And go, stay and hang out. Wow.
0: The um, pale horse in the chat says, "I wouldn't say we're missing him."
5: <laughs>
0: well, that's one way of looking at it. That's that's well, we're glad that that person's very optimistic.
2: Yeah, he's doing his thing. So yes, he's he's,
0: doing, he's doing his thing, and I believe we do have a call here. I have no idea who this is. It could be the devil. Who knows? <laughs> um, Caller, go ahead. You are live on the air here. Can you hear me? We hear you loud and clear. Go ahead.
5: All right, on. I don't hear you guys. I just
6: wanted to call in because you got all these famous whatever you watched on your show and it's the like, you know, all the girls down here in Brazil are screaming their asses off and some of the guys too and I just wanted to
1: pass that along.
0: I have no idea what you just said.
1: <laughs> it's it's kinda hard it's oh, kinda of yeah, hard to hear you. You sound a little muffled.
0: Yeah, you sound like you're far away from your phone for whatever reason.
1: <laughs> I'm in Brazil, that's probably why.
0: You're in Brazil? Oh mm-hmm. Wow, you're very far away. Holy shit.
5: Uh, that sounds like me. Beowulf and yet I had to set alarm
6: clock and everything else and I could not make the show to you wow I don't know I can't do you guys hardly at all I just want to say hi to Mike Tom Tyler you, you tried that
0: brandy up. <laughs> oh this is Beowulf we win. well that's what I call her it's, hello, a, it's a fun name it's a fun name I am it's a cool name. I like that. <laughs> um, but yes, yes, I saw that you were in the chat trying to call in to these uh, gentlemen here. Very talented musicians and magicians, uh, evidently.
5: The
0: best I've <laughs> you've ever, known, oh, yes.
6: ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are.
0: Whoa. That must be uh, a that's stage that's act I'm not aware right. of. <laughs>
5: What's
0: that? I said, I guess that's a stage act I wasn't aware they were doing on, you know, they were doing there. <laughs> they might get banned doing that, you know, pulling things out of grass.
2: As a magician, it's the the, the, the disappearing trick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just need to borrow your anus. There you go. The, the only borrow one I can anus. think <laughs> of that
5: truly loves anus would be a former... G-
7: oh, no.
6: Band, I sure
0: like we know who that is, yes. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: My God! Um, well, hopefully um, that individual does not call in today. No. But they're I'm afraid they—I'm afraid they're listening. By the way. What's that? I'm afraid they're listening. By the way, they—you know—they—they they loom around
5: Stalker. in the darkness. Yeah, yes, Mike. Somewhere.
6: I can't. I, actually, i apologize I can't do that at all. But I'll very much to get him the back and continue to share. Much love to all of y'all. I'm very proud of you guys. Um, Tom, Tyler, and, and Doug, you guys are going come a long way of fucking just bad rock. So, good job to everybody. And Mike, I hope you feel better. I to be back to better.
1: I'm sorry. I can't hear a word you're saying. Yeah, we it's can't so hear it. Good. Good. The, 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 the <laughs> connection is so bad. I said October Noir, a bunch of fucking badass rock stars and Mike, <laughs> I hope you feel I think he, she, I think Mike face heard face that face. part,
0: yeah. <laughs> right on. Thank you. We'll talk I to heard you part soon.
1: Of a, but, but thank you, Bale. Yes. You only hear women with a screaming at you anyway.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, her line was very bad.
1: Yeah, I, I, it was yeah, very muffled. Sounds like she was in a shoebox.
0: Yeah, it sounded like she was in Brazil for sure. <laughs> yes, um somebody else was calling calling in here, but um they hung up.
5: Oh,
0: it might have that's been. Uh, it might have been the guy I was saying uh, that might call in here. <laughs> he who cannot Trump. be named, by the way,
1: hmm.
0: or yeah, can up. he? Or can uh, he be named?
1: Don't call me. He's a magician.
0: If he's a magician, yeah, he'd call in. But yeah, that 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 guy was very upset, by the way. He sort of uh went after this channel for a second here. Who? Um, you know that guy, that guitarist oh. guy.
1: Oh, that guy from down there
0: from yeah from down south down yeah from down south exactly
1: he he didn't call him tonight he didn't say he'd called him tonight
0: no he didn't call him tonight but uh i was thinking he might since he does listen to this this program like religiously uh for whatever reason because he's Uh, trying
1: to get you on his side that's what it is
0: he's trying to win me over exactly what a weirdo
1: oh you have no idea in fact what tom and i just had to go through recently yeah I'm not even going to go into details. Well, don't go don't into wanna. detail. I can't because if I go into details, it'll give it away. What actually what we had to do. But oh my God, he's going to be in. He's going to be in for a surprise very shortly. Yep.
5: Well, I don't right, know what to Tom? say
1: about that. That's exactly right, man. Yep. And I and I got to say thanks, much thanks to Tom for helping me out with the procedure that I had to go through in order to protect myself.
0: Ooh. Well, I believe somebody is on the line right now. Let's uh, bring them in. Uh, caller, you uh, might be live. Go ahead.
8: Yeah. Hey, guys. and am to your bands, both October Noir and, and Mike Hideous. A um, question for you guys is, there been any more talk of doing any more potential side projects with Mike and, and October Noir members, or maybe a potential tour with October Noir and, and Mike Hideous? And, I think I think if they were to do like South America uh, tours, that would be a big draw and a big money draw for the, both of those guys. Those bands,
1: as long as we stay out of Panama. Yeah, I don't know. Anything <laughs> is possible. Mike. Um I mean Tom and I are in contact quite often with each other ever since we started working together uh, back with uh, Momento Morte. And um who knows, Uh you know, Tom and I have discussed a few things that uh, based on his schedule. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. I, I'm a I'm pretty much open for anything, but it's really Tom who's got a schedule that, that's quite filled. So, you know, whatever, there's a possibility something might happen. Who knows at this point? Uh, Tom, you want to chime in on that?
2: Yeah, I, I will say, man, do keep your ears out. There will be some stuff in the works that, that's coming around. Um, as far as it goes for a tour, I don't think we're going to see anything just yet from that. I'm not I'm not going to run down that hole at all. Um, but yeah, just do keep in mind. You're going to hear something from us uh, probably more sooner than later.
1: Good. How many other records do you got out, got out there, uh, Tom?
2: We've got yeah, two more.
1: You want to you want to name them for your uh, for the listeners in case they're interested, and also on how they can get in touch with you.
2: Yeah, the uh, the first one was the haunting and the powerful. That was the debut. That's the one I did back in 2017. Just to kind of get this thing on to see what happened. Uh, expected it to fail. Of course, it didn't. And here I am. Uh, and then the next one was the follow up to that, which was 13. <clears throat> uh, 13, of course, being uh, the influence with a lot of the songs and material about my family. Uh, so it was based off of the Vampire the Masquerade stuff with the Vampire Clans, uh, which is was family. So, yeah, but all of that, you can get it at Uh That's all of our merchandise. So if you want to pick that up, you'll hear it. It's all over, you know, all your major platforms. Uh, follow us on Spotify. If you have it, follow us. Um, but yeah, so we, we stay pretty busy musically.
0: And by the way, I, I think we still have the caller here on the line. Um, caller, do you have any more questions before we let let you loose here?
6: No, thanks, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing, man. And Michael Deacon and Mike Hideous
8: and October Noir. Thumbs up, man. Yes, thanks guys.
0: October Noir. However, I like to say it, you know, in a fancier way, October Noir. You know, like it's a, little, it's a, it's a bit more exotic.
1: Yeah, it's French word.
0: There you go. French,
1: uh, or you can say N'October
2: Noir.
0: No, yeah, October Noir. <laughs> From they're from Ireland.
2: We we always had a good friend that made fun of us and called it November Meow. So you can call it that too. That's even
0: that's even more clever. <laughs> yes, everyone loves cats, and if you want to call in, I uh, no, know was, what to the do. Basically,
2: calling us a bunch of pussies. So. Oh no! <laughs> no I was <laughs> uh,
0: well. Yeah. Everyone
2: loves cats.
0: <laughs> everyone does love cats. That's uh, true, though, but. Um, <laughs> My God. Yes indeed. Okay. And by the way, if anybody wants to call in, uh please do so. Please feel free to do so. Now it is the time to call in if you feel like uh talking to us here. The band would love to hear you. Um I would love to hear you. That's always a good time, in my opinion. That uh Mike, go ahead, you know the numbers, yes. give it to them.
1: Yes. If you'd like to call in to the Michael Flickin program, please call in at 424-666-2425.
0: Why, why do you do it that way? By the way, I. Who sounds like that? <laughs> is that is that your rendition of me? Is that what you're doing?
1: No, of course not. You have a you have golden vocal cords, my
0: friend, uh, Mike. I, uh, I believe this is the proper way of doing it. That number is four two four six 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 twenty four twenty five. Please get your parents' permission before calling in, boys and girls. <laughs> there you go. That's a little I bit like better, the right?
1: Opponent. Yeah. opponent. I don't actually have a harmonizer to do that with my voice, but uh, yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Yes. I believe that was the proper way of doing it, right? That was. I was uh, possessed by a demon right there. That wasn't my real voice, folks. I'm just channeling uh, (laughs) an ancient deity and I believe uh, there's someone on the line here. Let's bring them on in. Um, Caller, you are live on the air. Hi.
9: Hello. Good evening, gentlemen. What's up, brother? I'm curious. Uh, is this a cat call-in show tonight? Because I, I just got a couple cats off the reservation out there in Zuni, New Mexico.
0: I got a few cats here, too. This is a uh, cat-loving program, by the way. We love all pussy here. <laughs> this is true. We uh, don't discriminate.
9: Well, yeah. For those who are not aware, I had to learn that if you, you you should neuter your males uh, five or six months because if you go beyond that, there could be issues. There so, could.
0: Yeah, they could be bringing in a lot of kids.
9: Yeah, it, or not only that, but they could, their behavior changes if they've got that uh, cat testosterone thing running through their system a little too long, maybe they get a little funny. I would
0: never them. snip them, by the way. You know, that is cruelty to animals I would never chop off their genitals. That's pretty archaic.
9: Yeah, I have mixed feelings about it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't go but down that road.
9: I have a question for the band. Uh so have any of you guys either do you believe or have you ever heard a Bigfoot story that you believed was probably true? It's a good question, by the way. Bigfoot, Bigfoot, it's
0: Sasquatch, you know, out hey, in Florida. Hey, this this put it's true. Your cackling back there, Mike. Sorry. Go ahead, call <laughs> it.
2: I do tend to get pretty hairy from time to time, but so I think I've been with you before. Um, Bigfoot, Bigfoot story. Man, I've seen some stuff on, on TV. I don't know what. Um. Yeah, I have seen some stuff on TV that uh, kind of makes you question uh, whether or not do I feel it's actually I have no idea but do, you, do you have a story for us? Is that where this is going? <laughs> <laughs> i got a lot of stories but
9: <laughs> I did have a
1: Tyler, a Tyler might have more information because he's from Alabama
0: That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's true I was going
4: to I was going to say that What do you got for us
0: Tyler? Go ahead
4: I was going to say that I've got, uh, I do a lot of vacation in Tennessee, but the whole Bigfoot thing sounds like, uh, just sounds like a tourist trap type deal. Uh, I've never seen anything that
0: Beat and switch.
4: would convince me if you haven't. It. It's a Canadian
1: thing, actually.
0: Florida calls it the Skunk Ape, that's true. What? The Skunk Ape.
1: <laughs> oh, the Skunk Ape.
5: Yeah, oh, yeah you, you hear
0: that. <laughs> you hear that often, yeah. The Skunk Ape from Florida.
9: It, in Louis, uh, louisiana like, they caught the rougarou they got the rougarou you the rougarou. the rougarou out there in alabama the
8: rougarou wow mm. i've never heard of that here in florida we
3: have a far more mythical creature called the florida man
0: florida man
3: <laughs> florida
9: man that's frightening God, ah!
0: <laughs> we know about the florida man that's for sure
9: got ah! it well, there, there's a uh, there's a desert area not too far from where Michael Deacon and I live called the Yucca Valley, and they have a Yucca Man. The Yucca much.
0: Man. This is true. The
9: yucca yeah, man. the Yucca Man. That's
0: yeah, old. it's 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 bigger than a Bigfoot. It's a huge mythical creature out there in in that region. I I've heard of this. It's pretty um crazy.
6: i where
5: I'm
1: from in read, Jersey. We have the uh, Jersey Devil.
0: The Jersey Devil.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm ah! familiar with it. But you yeah, know, I will say we have a personal experience. You guys ever heard of the creature
0: called the Windigo. The Wendigo, yes, another cryptid out there. By the way, Mike, not too fond of the cryptids. Mike hates Bigfoot. By the way, he hates these things. I don't know why. He's totally so against it. Racist. He's a racist. I'm so
1: racist against Bigfoot.
0: You better not be hating on Bigfoot. By the way, he will come for you, Mike, out there where you live in Pennsylvania. Oh, He's watching you is, through the woods right now.
1: Him and his his cousin, the Yeti.
0: The Yeti. That well, that's you know, that's far up there. <laughs> that's a different guy, but yes,
9: yes. <laughs>
0: but he so, won't come for you I, too, I Mike. I just
9: want to say, uh, the band, the little music that the band's music was cool. I call it like dream rock. Dream they, rock. There's such a thing as dream rock. I, I just feel that vibe, like it's
2: kind of dreamy. It's kind of spacey, yeah. kind of yeah. different yeah. vibe. Yeah something we try and push for, stuff that's very atmospheric, which is more of your, your gothier uh,
0: scene. Acid uh, rock. 80s.
2: And yeah. Stuff.
9: Oh, it's uh, cool. I so yeah, where can I get the, can I go to Spotify or any of those places and download it? Or how do I get the music? Cause I do want to get, I want to listen to
2: more actually. Yeah, it's good. It's a good band. You've got iTunes, you've got Amazon, you've got Spotify, you got Deezer, you got all of all the payments. Right. YouTube, it's there. Um, and if you physical merchandise, again, is at www.octobernoir.org. Right on Right on
9: Okay, guys. Hey, yeah I want to eat up tonight Good talking to you. Good, Mike, did you get that money yet? They're supposed to be, here, be there tonight by midnight. I'm wanna, waiting for that money to come uh, through.
0: Uh, I've been waiting.
9: Yeah. It's, it's, if it don't happen, then I'm going to have to make another call. I have to go up the ladder, a little further up the ladder. do want to have China. to make that call, but I will make the – yeah, that's kind exactly.
0: <laughs> well, you better get on it before, you know, bad things happen. Right. So
9: I right. I'll talk to you guys later. I gotta go get the burner phone out of the trunk of the car and make that call.
0: There you okay, go. Make those phone. calls. There he goes. All right, uh,
9: gentlemen, good night. Have a good night. Good night. Good good night. Talking to you. Thank you. Thank you for calling.
0: Yes, there he goes. We definitely want those burner phones in action. Definitely make those calls. We need all the shekels we can get. This is true. And um, my god. <laughs> I am, you know, enjoying this conversation. And Mike just sent me a photo of him and his cat, by the way. But we were yeah.
1: talking about pussy, so.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? What is this photo here? And it's a uh, Mike and his uh, nice kitty there.
1: <laughs> With the little comment written.
0: I saw that. That was <laughs> okay. that was nice.
1: I didn't know. If, uh, I, I didn't know if it would be able to be posted on the on the channel, but I thought it would be a funny thing. Well, anyway. the
0: caption on this photo that Mike sent me, by the way, says, "I eat pussy." <laughs> with him taking a bite of the cat, by the way, the cat.
1: That's such a great thing. That's classic, by the way. Thing. I thought it was hilarious. I didn't even come up with that idea. It was somebody I, else. I had
0: a hit mute, by the way. That's why I was laughing a minute ago.
2: <laughs> Pretty good, Mike. Mr. Deacon, if you will turn your attention to Exhibit A.
0: <laughs> I know, right? That was that was the last show. <laughs> I thought show.
2: that was so fucking hilarious.
0: <laughs> that's when we were talking about the guitarist. Remember that? It was one of those, those episodes. Yeah. Oh, that was a classic, by the way, which had to be removed, by the way. Someone got angry.
1: Yeah, who do you think?
0: Well, you know who it was who complained.
1: Did you know that, Tom? Did you know that, that he had it pulled down?
2: Yeah, that's what uh, I guess he had reported it. I guess, I don't know, YouTube or something like that. I don't know how in the hell they even had the authority to pull it down, considering it probably didn't violate any of the TOS. But-
0: oh, no, it was fair use.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: It was all fair use, and um, for some odd reason, he was able to bypass the um, big wigs. For some odd reason, but um, you know, got it removed.
1: His team of lawyers. Yes, that. his um
0: prestigious team of lawyers removed it. And by he the way he did the sorry, same
1: look- thing. He, I'm sorry, he did the same yes. thing with my Facebook page. Did he now? Uh, yeah, the hideous uh, Mike Facebook page, and. I had been because he was tearing me apart left and right. So I had posted, you know, I posted a bunch of stuff about him and he he got it pulled down off of mine, you know, yet he kept the stuff up of me. So it just goes to show you what we're dealing with here.
0: Well, Mike, you've learned your lesson. Certainly. have. You can trust them. People from South America, from Panama, from Panama. (laughs) That's kind of the lesson we learned here. Um, you might not feel the good. same way, but then again, you weren't uh, involved with anyone from Panama.
2: Never again, either. We've got some of him coming, so don't worry. Yeah.
0: Enemy spotted. And yeah, I believe right. we do have someone here on the line. I have no no clue who this is. It <coughs> might be someone awful or someone good. Uh, Trick or treat caller, go ahead.
6: I assure you, it's somebody very good. Good evening, guys. Is this who I think, think it is? Thinking, oh, you bet it is.
0: Oh my God, I'm happy. <laughs>
7: Guy, good, good evening, guys. <sighs> God
0: God that's my yeah, friend I'm there. With, that's Anthony. My New York friend. From NYC, yes.
6: So, So for, <laughs> I got a quick question for... I got a quick question. Enemy Spotted. I got a quick question for Mike Idiots and a compliment for the guys, the band there. Mom, um, you, guys, you guys got to get on on? Um, so, my first question is, so I seen in the chat uh, you you did work for a New, um, we a New Jersey magazine. So I have a question: Did you are you familiar with? Um, um, they, they say they're in Wayne, New Jersey, on Route 23. Um, if you go at a certain time of the night on a certain day, there's a like hooded figure that just stands in the middle of the road, and Ooh. nobody knows what it is or who it is. Now that's creepy. That's my question. And then my compliment for the band is the music sounds great. I'm going to check it out. I'm personally an EDM person, but um, I'm going to definitely check it out. It sounds really good. So I'll take my responses off of there and you guys have a good night. God damn. <laughs> <China. laughs>
0: we love Anthony, by the way. That was incredible. We really appreciate him here on the program. China. Calling in, yes, from NYC, not exactly China, but yes, from New York. Um, gentlemen, um, Go ahead and answer that question there, if you can.
1: All right. So you want me to answer first? I, 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 you know, there's so many stories of hauntings and ghosts, poltergeists, and so on and so forth um, in New Jersey, and that's one of the reasons when they created the magazine Weird New Jersey, uh, it it flourished. It was, and and it went from uh, from a standard fanzine of printed paper, uh, stapled together, to a bound uh full color magazine and then it became books and eventually they got their own TV show on uh I believe it was A E. Uh now I knew the I knew Mark I still do. In fact I just talked to him the other day. Mark Skurman is one of the creators. Mark Skirman and Mark uh what's the other Mark's name? I can't remember, but there's another Mark. Two Mark's own own Weird magazine and and the uh the Weird show Magazine Weird America. My my point is this. When, when I first started working at the Aquarian Weekly in New Jersey, that's how I met Mark Skerman, and he was the art director for the Aquarian Weekly. Eventually, I started writing a few – I wrote a – I don't know, maybe two or three articles for Weird New Jersey, had contributed a number of photographs. And then eventually became uh, I was selling ads for the newspaper for the for the magazine. Um, so what I'm getting at is there are so many things that have happened in New Jersey, as I said, ghosts, poltergeists, uh, hauntings. So I, I've I mean I got to be honest I've never seen anything you know off the beat, but um, there are other people who have. Yeah. Uh, there's the famous Clinton Road up in uh, I believe that's. Uh, uh, where was that? Hewitt or – or, or um, oh, I don't even remember. Somewhere up north, Jersey. Um, so many different weird things, but unfortunately, I never experienced any uh, paranormal uh, circumstances with anything uh, that I wrote about. The things I wrote about, I wrote about like, like mass migrations of crows, tens of thousands of crows. That would come come across Wayne and Totowa, New Jersey, and roost in all the trees in this one section thousands and thousands of them um in addition to uh i don't know a few other things i had I had donated as far as photos and art that's all I can really say about weird New jersey I don't know anything about the route twenty three uh a uh, mysterious hooded figure standing in the road could have been a bum. Who knows?
0: It could have been anything. And uh, Mike, uh, they're asking um if that magazine is still around.
1: That is a good question. I know that they they were doing books for a while. They had a, a publishing deal with, I believe, Barnes and Noble, um, and they were releasing books. But that at that point, they were no longer just doing Jersey; they were traveling the country and doing state by state. Of each folklore uh, that state would have on uh, mysterious circumstances.
2: Now, on a personal level, uh, and if you guys are uh, into the uh, demonic possession side, that's yeah, my ex girlfriend from New Jersey. She had. Oh, my. Or herself. And had... Can you repeat, repeat that, that again? That time, yes. Yeah, you, we lost. You,
0: you, it. Yeah, you cut it's off
2: right there. there. Yeah, I was I say, my ex girlfriend from New Jersey, she, uh, she had demonic possession going on that I Whoa. had to deal with about uh, two weeks. So
1: Is that so? Because I used to date a succubus from hell. I wonder if they knew each other.
0: That's true. And that one I <laughs> warned Mike about.
1: All, What's that, Tom? They all know each other. Yeah, they probably.
5: They are. all
0: hang out, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: They're all Facebook friends.
1: No doubt. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's kind of scary, Mike. You really were with a, a succubus at one time.
1: Oh, there's no doubt about it. She was straight from hell. They're, they're, I mean, I have images of her with horns sprouting out of her head.
0: Do you think she was possessed, by the way?
1: Oh, there's no, no possession? No. She was the devil.
0: Ooh. Uh...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not good.
2: What's that? Did she ever give up a name, or was it? Uh,
1: She didn't have to. She went by her, name, her own name, and that was good enough for me, so... <laughs> That was a new demon in hell, a new fallen angel.
0: So, Tom, um, the ex-girlfriend, you say she? How did you? How do you know she was actually possessed, though? Uh,
2: so, man, it was really weird. Like, because I grew up, uh, you know, in church myself, yeah, and uh, it was really weird things that sort of happened. So, first of all, she went out to a graveyard on July fourth. Oh no! Yeah, and was playing with a Ouija board in the graveyard. So, whatever followed it home. well if, if you look into the study of demonology it's they're talking about you know the the opposite so the upside down cross as opposed to the cross the pentagram and the star of David and then yeah yeah 3 p.m. the resurrection and 3 a.m. was the witching hour uh, so when everything started up it actually started up at 3 a.m. so uh, a little bit of backstory uh, she came home about 2 a.m. and uh, I just she called me up and we were just talking and I could hear this, this like dragging sound coming up the this, this staircase that was in the living room behind her. And, uh, and then just this big thud, and it kind of startled her. She was falling asleep. And uh, all of a sudden, man, a piano starts playing. Well, she didn't fucking own a piano. Oh, wow. Uh, so little uh, known fact, the first song in The Haunting and the Powerful, the very first song, the piano piece that's in that instrumental is the piano piece that was played in her. Get out. It's here.
1: No, I'm kidding. I was listening to that before, and I'm like, "Oh, that's that's
2: interesting." Yep. that was <laughs> like the parents. You know, they wake up. Her mom had these little porcelain angel figurines on the entertainment center, and they were waking up every morning, and the faces of them were eventually broken off the heads of them, and they couldn't find them. Um, but shit, flying across the room, areas of the room. The dog barking at nothing. Fucking sound like party half the time in her in her kitchen. Nobody's in there. Wow. There's a bunch of shit I could go into with that. But
0: so mad it, things happened, In other words, when you were around this woman, that indicated to you personally that she for sure was not just an insane, you know, woman at all. Um, she really was going through uh, some things with the occult and things on the other side.
2: I, yeah I think so man because you know the biggest thing I noticed was when she'd go into these spells and she just starts saying really hateful shit Whoa! she wouldn't remember it um, at all she'd be like what are you talking about and she'd crazy but I remember this the particular thing that, that got my attention was uh, she woke up one day and she had this piece of paper and she was like oh I felt sleeping and it's this yeah. and I was like well fuck whatever's on here it doesn't make any sense I said but wait a minute and I said this is what I think it is Well, in, in, back in the old times they wrote from right to left not left to right When you start moving those letters around, you flip everything, then it gave up the demon name. Wow.
1: What demon was that? Beelzebub. Wow. Interesting.
2: So, yeah, she's the, they say the the woman, ghost woman by her bedside that would tell her to stay away from me. There you go. And uh, Tom,
0: Tom, are you you religious at all?
2: Uh, Yeah, I am.
0: And what do you um, make about this? Uh, does that sort of solidify anything that you personally believe in with yeah, the, the, you know,
2: yeah, the it's side? For me, Well, you know, if the devil exists and God inevitably has to, right? Sure. So I that mean, is yes. that is the concept. That's yes. the case. Yeah. So that that's one of the things that always kind of stuck with me and is never allowed anything else to sway me in that. You know, I don't mind talking about it. I don't push it on people. You know,
0: I hear you. It's okay.
2: If they asked, then yeah. I I can
1: attest to that because he's never pushed it on me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like this is all news to you, Mike. Like you've never heard these stories.
1: You know, but but, uh, I mean, it is news to me. But truth be told, I don't expect anyone to tell you these things. Really? No, 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 no. What I was going to say is, I don't expect anyone to really. How do I say this without sounding like a jerk? Um, I don't expect anyone to be on my side per se with my beliefs. So I kind of walk a lone path. Not not to sound ridiculous, but you know, most people believe in in God, and and that's fine. Um, if that's what you choose to believe in, I I I don't, and and I have my own beliefs. And as I said, I just take I take my own path in what I believe in, and I the way I assume things is that everybody else pretty much believes in God or whatever it may be, spirit some higher spirit or entity.
2: Yeah, and I'm the same way, you know, I'm not gonna. Tell somebody they're going to hell or, you know, stand out on the street corner and fucking yell at Because all you're seeing is somebody yelling at you, you know. So yeah, it's the same way for me. I respect you. I can have a conversation. I can be mutual. And, uh, yeah, I won't cross as much. You know, but I, don't,
0: I don't try and sway anybody. I pretty much say the same thing to Mike. <laughs> I usually tell him he's going to hell all the time.
1: I'm already there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell on earth. There and back.
0: Yeah, Mike is going to go to hell, by the way.
1: Aaron back already.
0: He's going there. The way he's going, gentlemen, he will be right there in hell, and I might be there next to him.
2: Well, you sound like you're already there. You're in California with all the fucked up shit going on. That's so. true.
0: I'm in hell. You're right about that. You are not lying. It's uh, pretty insane out here, for those who don't know. People are robbing and stealing things, and it's all over the place out here in California. No one is Responsible for anything anymore? It's it's kind of like the movie The Purge, yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like that um, eventually.
1: You know, Michael, it's actually a good thing you don't live up in San Francisco because I heard it's even worse up there.
0: Oh, it's bad all over the place. Yeah, but uh, San Francisco—that is a different place. San Francisco. That's what I like yeah, to call it.
2: I was there a couple of years ago, man, and Oh, uh, were you? Yeah, it, you know, it's a very beautiful place. I can't say. Really, anything bad as far as the scenery goes? Yeah, it's but nice uh,
0: out there, but I mean, you know, it's yeah, a yes. little, you know, leave it, it really at that. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, you know, <laughs> that's right. A dicey. Yeah, it's a little. Exactly, it's uh, yeah, we will leave it alone, but um. Unfortunately, I do live out here at times, I will say that. But then again, I will defend California, not everything is uh, that bad. And, you know, those that usually trash California, they're usually nerds. They don't know any better. They don't know any better.
2: Um, (laughs) I guess I'm fucked.
0: No, no, there's, there you know, most of the region, though, is accurate to what you're saying. But, you know, there's parts of it that are still pretty badass. Still people that love freedom out there. Don't worry. We got that too. We got that too.
2: Yes. Don't be fooled. It's everywhere.
0: And um, by the way, I, I did want to play um, that cover you guys did of uh, Wicked Game, by the way.
2: Okay.
0: Let it rip. Yeah, I'm letting it play right here. It sounds incredible, but yes, this is Wicked Game, by the way. Very cool. It's like I'm on acid again. Which I need to do soon.
4: Away in your mind.
0: Oh no, I'm really gonna do it.
4: Oh. That's what I like.
1: This reminds me of the Memento Muerte song. Fire, no one
5: could save me but
0: you. I'm telling you, this is how I sing too. That's not the whole song, but you get the point.
1: That's really nice.
0: That was good, right?
1: Yeah. Good song. You Man. know, Tom, that song reminds me of the song Between Us. Uh, <laughs> the way it's the way it starts out. Same chords. Yeah, I think it does, if I'm not
2: mistaken. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the same chords, same, uh, same harmony. Yeah, yeah that, I know that one was done long before. Very,
1: here. very interesting. And it's a beautiful song, the way you guys did it. Very, very nice. Uh, mm-hmm. but like the first few chords I heard, I was like, wow, it sounds just like Momento Morte, uh, Between Us.
4: Yeah. It, yeah. Does. But, it uh, does, man. I love,
2: I love Between Us. I'm sure. For the yeah, it does. Yeah, man. That, that song there, Mike, I'm telling you, that song is fucking gold, man.
1: Eh. Too bad we didn't write it. <laughs> 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 you know? Well, good yeah, job, Mike. Okay. No, I mean, I I agree with you. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't <laughs> want to boast too too much, but that that song was. I liked that song a lot. I really do. Uh, and i i felt I felt confident with the lyrics that I had written for it. Um, that it had you know really kind of added to it. Unfortunately, uh, we were dealt the cards we were dealt when we had to deal with the person that we had to deal with. Uh, when it was created. So, but all that aside, um, yeah, the great cover. Uh, once again, October Noir. Covering that song that was absolutely wonderful.
0: October Noir, yeah. Check them out, ladies okay. and gentlemen. We appreciate them tremendously. And Mike is much more of a uh, James Brown kind of guy. He, Mike likes this kind of music more, by the way. He's a, there you go. He's a James Brown fan, by the way. I am. <laughs> That's how Mike started learning how to sing. It was by James Brown.
1: No, no. <gasps> <Was it? laughs> That's
0: how Mike learned. Indeed. Yes, a uh, big influence for Mr. Mike Hideous here. Legendary Mike Hideous, by the way. Mike Brown. But yes, <laughs> Mike, yeah, Michael Brown. <laughs> Michael Brown. Um, Gentlemen... I uh do want to ask you a few more things here before we cut you loose. I, I do appreciate all the time you've spent here. It's been um a good time here so far.
2: Yeah, man, we've enjoyed it.
0: Kinda of don't want don't want to let you guys go now. <laughs> Kinda of wanna keep you guys here and just play, you know play sound drops like that all day. Yeah,
4: God damn, we are God, damn, we're here. God damn.
0: Yes, God damn. things like that. And um if anybody does wanna call in right now it would be a good time to call in uh, before we let these uh, gentlemen go, we, they've been you know, very nice here. They have been very generous with their time. And yes, China. People like that one for some China. reason. People, yeah. China. 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 That one's really China. over for some reason. People love that.
2: The orange maid. He's got a way with words. He does don't have a way with China. words. The horrible orange maid.
0: Yes.
1: Vagina.
2: Donald Trump, don't trust China. China is asshole. As
0: yes. hope. That's always a, <laughs> a fun one to play. And uh, what what time is it out there for you you gentlemen out there? Is it, is it late now?
2: Yeah, it's like ten fifteen, but it's a weekend. We're good.
0: Oh, you guys are good. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to waste too much of your time here.
2: No, it's good because right after this, I'm going to call Mike and just know the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, you'll be talking to me in the shower.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where Tom's always
4: wanted to talk to you, I'm sure.
1: Oh, I'll be all lathered up for you. Don't worry.
4: That's not going to be a phone
2: call. It's going to be FaceTime. Oh, good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he wants a visual, Mike.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. You'll get it. Sweet. I'm going to make a bunch of fucking money off Tony.
0: Don't Helen Keller him. (laughs) Let's see. Don't Helen Keller uh, her. Uh, Bob Levy wants to call in. Well, that'd be funny if he was awake, still listening to the show. Uh, but no, he, he's, I think he's probably doing a stand up gig at the, well, it's, well, yeah, it is Saturday. He's probably, uh, either passed out. Who knows what, uh, Levy is doing right now? The Reverend Bob Levy. Probably doing cocaine somewhere. I don't know.
1: Right. That's, that's the kind of reverend I like. That's
0: kind of where you need to be right now, right? Doing cocaine.
2: <laughs> wrap it up.
0: On a Saturday night. And I'm sure that's what goes on out there. And, you know, these various bars out there in Florida, people are, you know, for taking on some uh, nose candy out there, I'm sure.
2: Oh, yeah, you had no idea. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I'm not sure if, you know, I'm not accusing you gentlemen of doing it. I'm just saying I'm sure you probably have seen it uh, out there a couple of times, right?
2: That booger sugar.
0: Nice. Okay. Wow. Well, I had no idea we're going to go down that route, but I'm sure there's been plenty of times where, you know, a, a fan, a listener comes up to you and wants to give you something. Do you, Do you guys usually take – you know, little presents from listeners out there. Or are you a little bit more, you know, a little bit more controlled to want to sort of corrupt your body with these things, and you know, journey through the devil's playground?
2: Oof. yeah, with Tinder
4: dates. Damn, yeah. son. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe eight years ago, but not in this uh, current time. No.
0: Very good. You're keeping it <laughs> straight and straight, uh, straight laced, straight yeah, edge. You
4: never, you never know what it really is.
1: That's no, true. Let's not go there. The thing is, the thing is and I certainly learned this with all my years in music was that uh no matter where you go within music, it's there. It's there, it, man. It's always and, and and when they say sex, drugs, and rock and roll, it's true. Um first hand experience. I mean it's just it was always in front of me. I when I used to DJ uh at a club, I I would <laughs> I'd be in the DJ booth and I'd get you know, and I did that for five and a half, six years. I would get regulars who would come into the club um walk up to me and say, Hey, you know, can you play me that song? And they hand me like a little tinfoil full of Coke. And then a couple of little minutes later, another guy would walk over, a person would walk over, Hey, can you play me that song? And they'd hand me a joint. And then a couple of minutes later, somebody would play, Hey, can you play me that song? And hand me a couple of pills. So all night I was getting like a pharmacy full of stuff, you know, <laughs> uh, but it's there. Ah, you're, nice. never gonna, you're never going to, you're never going to avoid that. It's always going to be there. Drugs wow. and, and music go hand in hand.
0: I have some nice fans.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's how I was. I mean, it was, I think like we were at a VFW show. Guys were out the fucking parking lot. They were like off meth. You know. So oh. <laughs> wow. Different on our head, But uh, you know, it, it's funny because I don't know, but yeah, I just I don't fall the peer pressure much. you know? What? Peer pressure? I don't fall through it. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I keep my nose up. Drink.
0: Yeah. Don't uh smoke meth, by the way. No, no, you don't want to do that.
4: No, I would say yeah. that it. I would say you take a look at who's offering and uh, you say, no, thanks real quick.
0: Smoke meth and no you end up in. Uh, yeah. Well, smoke well, meth and you again, end up in South Tyler, America.
1: The, the thing is, too, then again, I mean, it's not always a stranger. I mean, you know, there are people who I had known for years who were friends of mine and they would get it and they would pass it along. and. I mean, so you can't necessarily always say it's going to be from a stranger because that, that's just not true. It, it could come from somebody you don't even, well, you, you do know, but didn't know was doing it. Yeah.
0: It could come from me. That. Was laced trash. with fentanyl. Because <laughs> I laced it.
2: Or an ex-fucking drummer.
0: Oh, or an ex-drummer.
2: Oh, <laughs> triggered.
0: Those drummers do have uh, those things. That's what I heard.
2: Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I can tell you some stories of that. God damn. Ooh,
0: don't say any stories. You might get sued by him.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, he might sue you for saying that.
2: Uh, I'm shaking in my boots. Emotional damage.
0: <laughs> that's true. You don't want that in your life.
2: No, no, I definitely do. Yeah. No, I, I tend to avoid it, you know. If you want to go do it, that's fine, go do it. But uh, for me, it's not for me.
0: Yes, uh, folks, uh, be responsible. Don't do drugs. Ask your parents for permission. They usually say no though, but so, you know, don't run with scissors. Don't run with scissors, boys and girls. We would advise you not to. Oh my, David Copp says live love meth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or that can also be interpreted as that can also oh. be interpreted as live love meth.
0: Live love meth, that sounds Great. like a or, name of or an live album.
1: Live Love Meth.
0: That's the name of the next EP for them. <laughs> for October Nora. Uh, Live, yeah. love, meth.
2: What RAP be one song.
0: That'd be, that's a good name for a song too.
2: Yeah, we'll just do it three different parts. It's thirty minutes worth. What
0: You're about good. writing a song about meth in Florida?
2: It had to be a speed metal song.
0: Yeah, you would have yeah. to. Yeah, kick it up a notch there.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll call in some of the thrash bands. Yeah, there you go. What's some of the plans for the band?
0: Um, yeah, what what's the future hold for October Noir? What's going on with you, gentlemen?
2: Honestly, man, you know we're always. On the lookout for, uh, good deals or opportunities. Um, you know, we don't want to really take anything shitty. We've dealt with some pretty shitty companies and people, uh, that just, they, they try to fuck you over. So, you know, for the time being, we just, we keep doing what we do. We make our own plans. I mean, hell, we're pretty much self-sufficient in all of it. You know, we, uh, get our own lights. We get our own sound. We got our own fucking studio built yeah. basically. So, you know, we can do whatever we want to do. And, uh, okay. You know we just try to hit on whatever good opportunities there are, and we'll travel around if we can and um uh, yeah, hopefully sometime so within we, this decade we find a keyboard player yeah. <laughs> a
0: good keyboard yeah, player, just,
2: yeah, yeah, backing tracks right now, which you know I don't want to waste my time on somebody who's only going to be here for a short period. I want somebody who wants to be truly be a part of this thing and uh and understand it and uh and not waste our time because uh, I've been there too many are times there- Is it
1: difficult to find musicians where you're located in Florida?
2: It is extremely hard to find keyboard players, and it's extremely hard to find ones that are wanting to do this style of music. Um, So guitarists, they're down a dozen. Drummers, you know, yeah, they're pretty sufficient. Um, Bass players, please somebody take my spot so I can quit. (laughs) Um, Basically anyone that's not good enough to play guitar. yeah.
1: Is that is that true, Tom? You don't want to play bass anymore? You want to just be a singer?
2: No, man. It's I, I just fucking joke. But like, I mean, I actually was a guitar player. I came from guitar. And, oh, no kidding. Yeah, the only reason why I took up the bass was because it was just easier to sing with. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, when I when I first started doing a. a the second incarnation of empire hideous i was actually playing guitar on stage yes. it was just too difficult it's too hard to... i would imagine
0: though doing two things at once so it would sort it's of screw you, you gotta up a,
1: yeah you got to really be a good musician to yeah. do vocals at the same time and it's even harder when you're a drummer
2: and you're doing vocals
5: and you're singing
1: uh,
2: oh very yeah complicated definitely a bass band. so yeah that's that was my whole thing so do I enjoy bass more so now? Yes, because I've you know I've had to stick to it. Um, but I'm you know also translating and transferring back to the guitar. Like my fingers are so used to the bigger frets and whatever else that you know I, I don't know. It's just fucking weird going back to a guitar. Sure, but
1: once you once you've played bass uh, with those heavy strings, playing guitar is like a, a cinch
2: really. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It makes it much easier. So it does help kind of work here. See, when
1: I when I first started I used to play I started out playing acoustic which really strengthened up my fingers. Absolutely. And then by the time I moved to electric it was so much easier but you know I haven't played in so long uh that I I I'm not good anymore. I can barely play. I mean you heard that that version of uh, what the hell was it uh, the Moody Blues cover that we were going to do that I had played the guitar on for uh yeah. I mean that was that was
2: difficult. It took a lot
0: of time. I'm sure, yeah. Uh,
2: You know, it's not a big deal, though, because when you're in that writing process, you you know, you just you you kind of lay something out. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, it doesn't have to handle whatever. And then it gives you time in the meantime to practice while everything else is being worked on if you want to do that. That's Um, true. So but yeah, I I do get what you're saying there. I know I started on an electric um, and I didn't really touch acoustics because it was a lot rougher on the fingertips. Absolutely. Uh, But I just started masturbating more and then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that always helps, right? Get that forearm strength down.
2: You do need that. God, ah, it wasn't just my fingers that were calloused at that point. I was like, man, I gotta stop. God damn. Ah,
0: and um, by the way, I see that um the red hot chili peppers and green day were brought up here in the chat room and um the they know I don't like them at all. Um oh, really? how do you gentlemen feel about Green Day, by the way?
2: Uh I li I did like the Dookie album when I was in my my uh early, early teens. Um but that was I about it man. it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that appropriate for sure. Um but I never liked the red hot chili peppers. They drive me fucking insane. Every song's about California and yes. just, I can't do it, man.
0: I feel the same way anytime I hear anything from Green Day, I definitely want to, you know, spl- slam the car next to me on the freeway every time. Uh, I'm not here. You hear it so goddamn much, especially the Red Hot Chili Peppers, too. You know, not the worst band in the world, but their music now just annoys me so much. It's it's horrendous. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry.
1: Two, two facts about the Chili Peppers. The first being that Flea, the bass player, was in a movie, an independent film called Suburbia. Back in the 80s, if anybody knows what that is, that was a a, a a story, an independent film about a bunch of punk rockers who were squatters, and Flea was in the band, was in the, uh, the the film, played himself. That's the first fact. The second fact is, if anyone knows who Malcolm McLaren is, Malcolm McLaren was the one who proved, who came up with the Sex Pistols. He also came up with the ideal for Adamant, Bow Wow Wow, and had tried to give he's basically a guy who gives advice to bands on what they could come up come up with as a gimmick and he had actually uh, approached the chili peppers or they went to him i should say and they he had given them some ideas but they never went with it and they stuck with their socks on their genitals in the uh, oh how nice yes i recall one, yeah That was the thing. But I I never got into them either. I appreciate them. I most definitely appreciate them as musicians, but I never got into the style of Chili Peppers.
0: Yeah, they're not terrible musicians, but uh, their songs just annoy me, I guess, because you hear them under heavy syndication out here in California since, you know, I'm out here, unfortunately. So every goddamn half hour, you hear something from the Red Hot Chili Peppers or um, Green Day. I'm telling you, I am suicidal now.
4: <laughs> well, if it's if it's any consolation, I will have to agree with Tom. <clears throat> I really I really like Dookie. You know, when I was a young guy. Yeah. Uh, but finish that, you it's know, Called
2: the album, you know, though, and that band is just what they are.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know Green Day. I I really like that album. I had it. I own it. I still do. Uh, but no, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I I can never. I can never get down with it. I what, just, I, what what would
0: can you um what what could we pay you to sort of get rid of that CD? <laughs> well, what's your price? Dookie? Yes, how do we get that out of your hands? What do we need to do? Uh, Who do we need to kill?
4: Well, you know, I'm just well, I'm not a big fan of it now, but as a as a kid I was. It's okay. Like,
0: you could tell us the truth. You do like you still like it. It's okay. You don't have to be embarrassed. It's okay. We still like you.
4: Damn, you got me.
0: We still like you, even though you know. Enemy spotted. That's right.
4: Oh, <laughs> goddamn.
0: We still don't you know, like you. We won't. We won't but hate you.
4: Wouldn't you. To pay, you wouldn't have to pay me too much. I don't think I've listened to it since I was uh, sixteen. So,
0: what was what was the hit
4: off that album? When I Come Around, I think.
2: That one, and then, uh, do you have the time to listen to me? Wine. Yeah. What was that called? Uh, do
1: you have the time? Listen yeah. to me, what? yeah.
0: If yeah. only I had a guy.
4: There were I... quite a bit of hits off of that one, actually.
1: You know, the sad thing about that whole band, and and no disrespect to them, I'm just saying, was that they were a complete rip off of the Ramones, Um and yet the Ramones, you know, it seemed that they weren't getting the attention that they deserved, and Green Day was basically playing what they would have done.
2: Man, that happens to so many fucking bands. That's right. mean, it does. It's, it, it drives me crazy it really does but you know I will say in contrast of what's out there today and being created and being sold I'd probably just rather listen to Green Day
1: I mean, a, little, a perfect example look at Iggy Pop Iggy Pop has been around since the late 60s with the Stooges and uh, he's worked with Bowie uh, on numerous albums uh, in fact the, the song China Girl that Bowie made popular was <sighs> written by Iggy Pop and, and David Bowie
4: my favorite um, Bowie song who is it <sighs> love um, it China. And, you know,
1: the guy still doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. Uh, and he's an icon. He's a living icon.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's funny how it works. It's yeah.
1: It's that. all about – it's not even a – you know, I was just saying this the other day in comparison. All right. We're talking music, but check this out. Modern art, okay? When you look at pieces that are modern art, very simplistic, you know, shapes or colors – just kind of splatters. Some of them sell for millions of dollars, these pieces. However, there was a guy, a a Chinese guy, as a matter of fact, who was a copy artist. And he would recreate some of the magnificent modern art pieces done by these famous, famous uh, modern art artists. And yet when nobody knew that they were copies, they sold for millions – once they found out they were copies, nobody wanted them. The point is, modern art is shit, and the only reason people like it is because of the artists themselves. When they were, when the buyers were fooled by the by the the recreation or the uh, the bootleg, if you will, the bootleg, like the original paintings of the original artists. They were fooled, and therefore they paid as much as they would have if it was by the original. That company. is insane, so by the to way. Show you, yeah, it just goes to show you modern art is shit, and the only reason people buy it is because of names.
0: Oh, you're right um, about that. I remember being out there, by the way, uh, and um, where the hell was I exactly? Was I in Laguna Beach? I'm not quite sure where I was, but there was some sort of um, – some sort of art display and of course the paintings were so expensive and it basically looked like they were painted by Michael J. Fox I really just wanted to flush that down the toilet along with you know anything from Green Day you know this is what I wanted to do just flush it down the toilet
2: it works the same way with music and bands too, right? I mean, that's what I was getting to. Of, yeah, when, the, when the, a band hits a legendary status, it's because somebody's attached to someone in that band.
1: Right. When 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 uh you know when bands like Slipknot were coming out, you know, there, yes. there, were other bands that came out with the same style and they were getting signed. That's one of the reasons Empire Hideous never got signed is because we didn't sound like you know, your typical rock rock band. Um. So right. we didn't get we didn't get anything, and it, it happens to so many bands. Ugh, what Slipknot came
0: just... through that weird era in the early 2000s, late 1990s, when it was like that new metal they were calling it.
1: It was yes. in the 90s. In the, the 90s, 90s, early t-
0: yeah. Um, Tom, I believe you you do know what I'm talking about. The that sound that so many other bands had during that era.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. and we had, it had them all popping up at once. Yeah, you know, tones got huge. Corn got huge. Corn.
5: Yeah, look at another we're one. Best Korn. one.
2: Limp Biscuit was the God.
0: They were also yes. along that same realm as well. Some people say they, they are the ones that ruined uh, rock music, basically. I blame Anthrax. You, I don't know. Yeah. I
4: think I think <laughs> Limp Biscuit was the sole cause of new metal. They
0: single handedly ruined everything. Oh. <laughs> I can okay. believe it.
2: Okay. We'll, we'll go that far. We'll, so did you guys ever listen to Five Finger Death Punch's first album?
0: I recalled them, yes.
2: So the first album was great, and then the, the moment the fucking label gets a hold of them, they sell out, and they go this direction, this path, and now they're doing, like, whatever fucking stupid Puma commercial music. And then, then you got the drummer from that going and creating this thing called Psycho Center, which is the, probably some of the worst crap I've ever heard. But he's all over the charts, and, you know, talking about it, blah, fucking blah, blah. I'm like, who in the hell is backing this shit other than his pocketbook? But this is what you're getting out of the modern days.
3: I, mean, I think it's important to note that, like, with the music industry, it's not quite like modern art because there's a corporate machine that's driving what ends up making up the, this is uh, true. Like the cultural awareness. Doug's right. Art, that's just rich people borrowing money.
0: Yes, these are all started by focus groups, uh, by the… Big wigs out there, they all discuss who's going to go to the top and who won't make it at all. And uh, Renee says it started with Guar.
2: <laughs> Actually, man, I thought Guar was a good band, I thought uh, they were
0: pretty cool. Like, they had a pretty cool gimmick there on stage, there.
2: Well, yeah, pretty and cool. I think well, Guar is best known for the staging, sure. So that, that band. Um, but I know, like, uh, the uh, you know, he, he had a very different style of what he was doing with Guar as opposed to who's singing with him now. Um, but I thought they were a great band. Um, I I don't really think any of the songs were particularly catchy, but they're fun to watch live. And I think that's what sells them. Uh,
4: Well, we're not hardcore guar fans, so we don't have a dog in the fight. Yes. But I will say that it's, it's exceptional to hear somebody mention that band because you don't hear them. You don't
0: No. Yes. Thank you, Renee, for that. We do appreciate that. It's like uh, not, you know, hearing the, like the band Primus anymore either.
2: Yeah. It's an yeah. old one. Yeah. Were, well, that
0: great. Les Claypool, goddamn. What a great bass player that we have to put him over anytime you bring that up.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. he will yeah. go I've down. him.
0: Mike, what was that, Mike? I, I met him. You met him? Claypool. Yeah.
1: Was, was he cool to you? Oh, yeah. Very good. Very nice guy. Deep, too.
0: That's good to hear. I'm glad he wasn't like a jerk off.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. I got to uh I got to meet him in uh where the hell were we? Sweden.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you ran into a lot of uh magicians, Mike, that were addicted. I did. A lot of magicians, <laughs> not, you know. One
1: of the one of the coolest guys I ran into was um oh, what's his name? The lead singer from the Deftones,
4: uh uh, uh, Chico, uh Chico. Chico. Chino Chino Chino. Chino,
1: yes. Chino, Chino he was really cool when i told him i had just started singing for the misfits he was kind enough to take me around uh when we played one of the festivals i yeah. think it was in um oh, where the hell was it uh, maybe amsterdam and he like literally walked me around from band to band introducing me to the to other band members and like it was like such a nice guy
0: That's nice to hear Mike i'm glad um everything went well sometimes you meet these um musicians or magicians and Mm -hmm. you know they are kind of uh, lame
1: yeah well some of them have attitudes but most of the people I met were really really nice to me very nice
2: they had the free Madonna status you know they think that the fucking shit doesn't stink and they're known so the
1: only guy who really pissed me off was Prince
0: he pissed you off
1: yeah he he totally like dissed me
0: so you wanted like you know you to do that to him
1: did i ever tell you that story no i don't want to take away from
0: no uh, no tell us about prince because i was going to get around to asking them uh, you know if they also had to share the stage with other uh, musicians that were kind of dickish and they you know they wanted to kick their ass a little bit you know
1: well i'll make this short basically my friend jason trioxin who is now dead rest in peace Him and I were walking through New York City and we were coming uh, in the village and we were coming down around the corner from this one record store. I can't remember the name of it. And these two black guys were running out of the store going, Hey, man, Prince is in that record store. So Jason and I looked at each other. Now, I got to be honest, I don't own any Prince records, but I respect the guy. Yeah. I hear you. Songs. He wrote, you know, great songwriter. I mean, unbelievable dancer who would, you know, jump around and then get back up to the microphone and sing without even losing his breath. So I, I really respected him. However, at the time, you know, this was 1990, oh my gosh, maybe 95, 96. Ooh. So, you know, I'm wearing, I got my leather jacket on, I got black nail You're polish just like on. You're dressed like Andrew
0: Dice hair. Clay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Long black hair, my I got eyeliner on. I'm just a total, you know, punk rocker. So I tell Jason, I'm like, dude, I gotta say hi to Prince. He's he's like he's famous. Dad, so we go ah, into the record store, and basically it was Prince, his girlfriend, a bodyguard, and what must have been either a manager or a publicity agent. And they're going through each of the bins uh, looking for bootlegs of Prince records. <laughs> so all right, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna play this.
2: Dad, <sighs> Why play do you this- care at this point? What's that? I said you make so much fucking money. Why do you even care at this point? Exactly. You wanted all, he all the scared. shekels.
1: Yeah, just like Kiss. Kiss was the same way. They would show up at the conventions and like you know tell people they can't sell things because they were bootlegs. Anyway, so uh, I'm walking. Uh, we go into the store and I'm like, you know, I don't want to look like a big goofy fan. So I'll go and I'll start looking through the record bins as if I'm looking for something. I'll just wait for him to come to me. So I'm standing there looking through the bins. And as he starts coming down the aisle, I I kind of get into the middle of the aisle and I put my hand out to shake his hand. And I'm like, hey, man, I said, I just want to tell you, I really respect you. And it's very nice to meet you. And with his head down, not looking at me, he just goes, yeah, and he can't <laughs> He walks right past me, Ooh. and I'm standing there with my out. and Jason is looking, and he's cracking up. He's like, you, you just got dissed by Prince. Nice. <laughs> god, ah!
4: That's my favorite. god damn.
0: I'm just going to have to address you that way now. When you say hello, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to stay quiet for a while
1: didn't even look at me, just walked right past me. My hand still out, and I just, like, I'm standing there like a jerk, and I look at Jason, and I'm like, I, I can't believe he just did that. Ah,
0: nice! so, Ice cold. Funny. I had no idea he was that cold with it.
2: Well, he was very egotistical.
0: Oh, especially at that time.
2: Yeah, yeah that's, that's going to be a given for the most part, but uh, no, nah, man, I mean, usually anybody in that's been pretty cool.
0: Everyone's been cool on stage that you shared the stage with.
2: Uh, we've had a couple of situations,
0: so yeah, it's uh, been dicey, dicey, <laughs> dicey. A
2: show with the Ozzy Osbourne tribute band, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was like, "Well, look, this would be a great time to uh to put together this yeah Sickman cover. Let's let's have their singer come out and sing it because you know Ozzy did that one with typo. I was like, "Hey, it'd work out." Well, of course, we fucking email you know before the show starts, and uh, we say, "Hey, uh, would you mind doing this?" And they said. We're sorry, but Ozzy will not be taking the stage until it's time for him to go on. Uh, we don't want to ruin the surprise. And I said, first of all, did you just call that motherfucker Ozzy? Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's wow. A, it's a tribute, man. man. Like, what's going on here?
1: Talk about an identity crisis. Yeah. So you a really standing
3: <laughs> character there.
1: They're Talk living
0: that gimmick, know. I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. we're on the bill. You don't have to commit us. Yeah, right? Like they're here to see you, but you know it's you know, yeah. you get it. you get it sometimes like that. But then we you know, we did a show with Nirvana tribute band called Nirvana, and those guys were awesome. They're great dudes. Um
1: and you so- know, you know, Tom, it's important for people within whether it's music or show business or whatever, whatever your fame might be, always you know like never lose that that base that you started on because, you know, in the long run, it's a famous line. Always be nice to the people as you're going up because they're like the same people you're going to meet on your way down.
2: Yeah, that's that's right. I remember you uh, talking about this with me before too, but yeah. And, and I always try to be uh, cordial with people. And um, You have to be. Yeah. I give everybody my time, you know, even if it's just to stop and talk. Um, yeah. We, we were in West Virginia. You know, we did the backstage passes we brought up. Robert, this and you know it was extra for the tickets, of course. But one of the things that we decided to do was like, well, look, anybody that buys one of these is spending this much money or they're, they're traveling or whatever. I said, look, give them access. Let them wander around backstage with us. Let them come hang out and do whatever the hell they want. Um, and I just, I think things like that are important for the people because it's not always about the money, you know. <laughs> yeah, you have to, you have to connect with your audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh.
0: Well, one day Tom will have his own uh, locker room. By the way, we'll have his <laughs> whole room there with a with catering and everything, while the band uh, is in the janitor's closet.
2: to Come out of the closet. That's where this <laughs> is headed. Uh... Whoa! Have
1: you have you met any high profile musicians or or anybody in uh, celebrities? Yeah.
2: the celebrities? Uh, the Jay from Orgy. Uh, I met met with him, and he was kind of quiet you know he, he he didn't act like i bothered him too bad you know it was just a- at the singer yeah okay
0: that's a band yeah. you don't hear much anymore at all
2: yeah, yeah where they go man i'll tell you so well you know blue monday was like their big that thing was their and, head yeah and i know danzig liked them for a while too
1: really yeah
2: great um what was it what was their second album uh Transmit- ah, <sighs> Um, something transmissions, but th- that was a great album too. But I noticed after that, like I didn't hear from him anymore. I didn't really see. God sweet. damn. But they went downhill and they started releasing this super electronic stuff, and it just I think it killed a lot of that that fan base for him, and they just it kind of are on the back seat now. They should
0: have catered to that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, it's really weird because i speaking of Danzig. You know, I remember when he came out, like he was all in the rock stuff, and then he comes out with this like industrial techno album style thing you know um it was a black angel white angel was was one of the tracks on there but it, it kind of worked for him like it didn't damage his career at all so i don't know i guess it's a particular route you got to take i think i think you can do things and you can manipulate material and different writing styles but keep it at its core and as long as you can do that i, I think you're going to keep everybody on board
0: have you seen um that movie by a, uh, Danzig, by the way, Death Rider in the House of Vampires?
2: Man, I'm wanting to see it. So I know out in like select theaters right now. I don't think anything's coming to Florida our way. Um, I, I got to
1: tell you, I got to tell you, I saw the, what would you call it? Not a promo, but a, a trailer uh, trailer. Well, yeah. no, not even. I saw not the even whole a trailer. film.
0: You saw the whole movie.
1: Uh, before it was like didn't it, are we talking about the brand new one
0: Yeah there's a newer like, one that came out I think last year
1: Okay so that's the one I'm talking about I saw that and I got to tell you it was horrible I'm telling you
0: <laughs> I've got a um I'm looking at the Sweet. ratings here from uh, a lot of different websites and they all gave it a really um piss poor rating and it's about <laughs> it says in the wild west the mysterious death rider enter- enters a dangerous vampire sanctuary where the price of admission is a one female virgin. And that's by our friend uh Glenn Danzig. Death Rider in the House not of not Empires. Topic,
1: but I think we lost Tyler.
0: Did we lost Tyler already? Did he
1: I'm here. Oh he's here. Oh he's
4: there. Uh, okay. Sorry. Ah, I ah, think he got knocked off. No he's here. No, I just I I heard the heard the premise and I uh
0: You were you were embarrassed.
4: I threw the phone across the room.
0: I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't know what what's going on with uh, our friend Glenn Danzig, but now he's directing movies that are, I guess, well, you on know, the same why. level as Dave Grohl.
1: Grohl's doing it too.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, he. Yes, he you released. Yes, yeah, speaking of bad horror movies, Dave Grohl. Yeah, also don't
4: get me started on that shit. Yes, he's <laughs> he 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 can take that but he can keep it and then he can twist it sideways. Me show <laughs> then. How do you really feel? Well, that's all I can say. Yes, I believe
0: I believe <laughs> it's called Studio Six Six Six, by the way, and that is from our friend Dave Grohl, and it's playing in select theaters or it might be. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure if that's an accurate statement or not, but. Yes, that movie yeah. is um, pretty bad.
4: Yeah, just throw me off a damn cliff.
0: Yes, that's another hey. band, the Foo Fighters, that I don't like at all.
2: Yeah, I personally want to watch the film, but Jake <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, uh, he's the devil in that movie, uh, the Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny with Jack Black. Uh, what a yeah. silly movie.
4: Yeah, <laughs> just shit all over that a thousand <laughs> times over.
0: Yeah, it's a um, really, really bad movie.
4: Wow, and and the thing, and but the thing, the sad part is, is that 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 movie will sell out in select theaters near you.
0: That's the sad part.
4: <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me?
0: I um I hate Dave Grohl, by the way. Every time I hear him interviewed, I just want to throw up. Now he's terrible.
4: <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Well, you know, coming from coming from that era, uh, you know, Dave Grohl and Foo Fighters out. That was cool stuff when I was a kid. Well, yeah. Now, well, now growing up with them, holy shit.
0: Yeah, you change your mind. You smartened up. Whew. You got well, wise to and it. And
4: I changed my mind about Green Day.
0: There you so, go. You wisen so it up. It's okay. It happens in life. You yeah. you get well, older. You realize this is shit.
4: Yeah. Well, you you missed it. You know. You could have you could have had my Dookie album. You yeah.
0: I well, would yeah.
4: <laughs> have given it to you.
0: Um, by the way, Renee says boxing Helena. That's another movie from '93, I believe. A, um, let's say also a uh, song that was sort of, uh, influenced by the movie from, uh, The Misfits, I believe, by one Michael Graves. Wait, oh, yes, uh, <laughs> Boxing Helena, yes.
2: Can't talk about Mike Hideous' best friend like that.
0: Oh, that's true. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Mike. I am, I forgot you were there.
2: <laughs> yeah, no friend of mine.
0: Yeah, he's, he's not your friend, Mike.
2: Dude, I would say he's getting a
1: lot of shit. Yeah, really.
0: He's getting a lot of heat by the way from what I recall.
4: Yeah. lot. Well, I, I will say one thing. Uh there's a small there's a small tiny bar on the Gulf Coast in Mississippi and Michael Graves came to play said bar. And uh it is a uh it is a uh Iris Bar pub. <laughs> with, yeah, okay. with the capacity of I don't know, maybe 80 people and you talking about? yeah the celtic oh yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and this this has been two or three years ago but yeah. uh that's where doug and i met I th- right. oh yeah oh yeah i'll just say that uh when i saw him when i saw that he was there i thought wow this is has not gone well <laughs> <laughs> that's all wow. i'm saying
0: <laughs> Well, I'm glad you. I'm, I'm glad you're honest. We appreciate that here. Honesty is the best policy here on this well, program.
4: We are, we are Team Hideous, no doubt.
0: Very nice. Very nice.
4: Nice. <laughs> who? Who are we talking about? Yeah, right. Who? Oh, Mike Hideous. <laughs> team Hideous for sure.
0: <laughs> yes. Hashtag Team Hideous.
4: Yeah. Hashtag Misfits <laughs> this, this Wannabe. Oh, yeah. That's that's me. <laughs> that's that's wrong. That's that's.
0: Are you team. taking shots at Mike here? Is that what's going
4: on? He is. He is. Shots fired.
0: Shots fired. Wow. Um, I guess we have a bit of a beef here between Mike and Tom. (laughs) Yes, it's going to turn into an episode of Jerry Springer again. Uh Oh. And we're big fans of that here. We like like the drama. We love the drama here. This is true.
2: I know you knocked me up. I know you knocked me up. It's your baby. Thank you.
0: Yes. Oh, Mike. (laughs) Mike is uh, very salty tonight
5: I want that child
0: (laughs) Yes, he wants that alimony
5: Yeah, keep dreaming (laughs) You won't get it
0: My goodness Well, gentlemen, it's been fun to have you guys Stop by here and be a part of the program Um, I had a great time With you guys It's a fun time, a good time We were here for a long time And uh, a good time indeed Not a short time but yes, gentlemen, I do want to thank you for being a part of the program. Uh, any final words from um, Tyler before we, you know, part ways with you? And then we'll go to Tom and Doug. Uh, I think Doug's still alive.
3: Yeah, I'm still here.
0: Doug's still here. He's still alive and kicking, by the way, for those that are wondering. We appreciate that. Um, Tyler, any final words before we say goodbye to you?
4: Well, I just want to say, Michael, I'm glad that uh, glad we got to chat with you. And uh, I'm sure we'll have a uh, future – on here yeah unfortunately but
2: uh i <laughs> comment to mike
4: well <laughs> unfortunately you know but hey we can uh hopefully we can chat again yeah
0: we'll talk again my friend and tyler and i'm um, a,
4: you know I've, I've been a, every since every since the podcast with uh with mike and tom and the whole memento morte uh, you know I've kind of you know I kind of listened to that and then went back and started kind of getting into the podcast and listening to you and Mike talk a lot and I've become a huge fan so god, it's nice. cool That's yeah awesome god thank damn. you
0: wow I, yeah, so I really appreciate that Tyler very nice of you
4: so it's cool that it's cool to be on the podcast and uh get to talk to you and uh Mike Hideous so hopefully we can continue this and Make it a trend, you know. Yeah. Make it uh, make it trend on True Social.
0: That's right. You trying
1: to get my job?
4: <laughs> no. No.
0: Yes, we will definitely bring you guys back on, and uh, we'll do this again. And Tyler, any any final thoughts about the Ukraine and Russia conflict going on? Um, or are you um silent about that? You are protesting your own mind. Well, it's it's. <laughs> 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 That's okay. It's uh we don't this like war tough. either.
4: You know, this is uh this is all bullshit. Well, matter of fact, everything is bullshit. I agree. Uh I went I drove an hour today and I filled up my
0: truck and uh
4: holy shit, you know.
0: I know. Gas prices are outrageous. Feel- holy hell.
4: Well, I mean, we're we're in the deep south which is very red. So, you think we're all good? It's over. I mean, it's it's over four dollars a gallon here. So. That's not good. Yeah,
1: same here. Same here.
4: I mean, it's well, but you know, we're you know, this is Ron DeSantis country down here, but we're still suffering. So,
1: yep.
4: Well, you and can that, thank
1: the administration and the White House for that.
4: Yeah. Well, I'd like to do more than that, <laughs> but. You know, here we go. It it doesn't – it never touches people and it never affects anybody until it really hits their pocketbook and it affects their life. So here we go. And I got news for you. It's only going to get worse. This is uh, Obama 2.0, but on – That's right. That's
1: right. I
4: I didn't mean to say all this, but – Well, you shut up, man.
8: (laughs) Poor kids
1: on, are just man. as bright
8: and just as talented as white kids.
1: Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Will you Come on, you out sweat man. Sweat, what are you, a drug addict?
0: Yes. <laughs> uh Joseph Biden there. We appreciate him as well. Tyler, yes. Slug I crack. Well, you know, if he offered, I probably would. Um, but yes, uh, Tom, <laughs> let's go with you. Any final thoughts, any final words before we part ways with you on this lovely evening?
2: No, no. Just, just thanks to you guys for having us on, huh? Let's be a part of it. Do we enjoy it? It's. Uh, it doesn't feel like that two hours and uh, eight minutes or six minutes or whatever has passed by. But uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Thanks again. Tell yes. us your.
1: Uh, tell us your contacts again. Your website, your Facebook pages, and whatever.
2: Yep. Uh, Facebook is <clears throat> at October Noir Music, and then we've got <clears throat> at October Noir. Re- Mar-
1: repeat that. We're, we're, you're breaking up. Do it again.
2: Facebook is at October Noir Music. Instagram is at October Noir, and then our main website, which is where all of our physical merchandise is, is www.octobernoir.org. And, uh, is, that where make-
1: they can, is that where they can get the CD? Yep,
2: yeah, they buy CDs, t-shirts, uh, I think we got wristbands, cups, and just whatever whatever we can throw at you and, and try and take all your money. Yeah, there there you Rush is coming soon.
0: As long nice. as you don't have more merch than uh, Kiss, you'll be fine.
2: Oh, God. Or, or more merch than I do at this point. Yeah. We have more merchandise than Kiss, and we'd be making a lot more money.
0: Yeah, they we got everything. They got everything.
2: <laughs> them and the Misfits. Uh, yeah, yeah. Them too. They don't even have to be a band anymore. They can just go market their shit.
1: That's what I'm going for. I'm selling all my art products and, and designs on everything from pillows to... Uh, Mike's blankets. got it on too.
0: He's going to be uh, selling condoms pretty soon.
2: Yeah. Damn, son. uh, This T-shirt idea rolled out, man. Um, What? Remember I discussed with you about the T-shirt idea? I need to get back on track with you on that.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever you're ready.
2: Yeah. So we'll we'll get it going. We uh, just partnered up with uh, a shop called Amplified Tees. I think they're the same company that does all the Skid Rose T-shirts. Yeah.
0: Nice. And um, I believe a listener wants to know what your um, grinder account is.
2: It's <laughs> so, It's
0: pretty good, by the way.
2: It's at October New Orleans. Yes, that's where you can
0: find him. And I'm uh, going on date with uh, Tom there. And uh, you know, I uh, I'm glad both I'm glad all of you guys enjoyed uh, tonight's fun. And I believe Doug is still out there. I believe he might have some final words and thoughts as well. Um, Doug, go ahead. Uh
5: that was it. That was his final words.
3: <laughs> that was it. His
0: final words.
4: <laughs> yep china goddamn
3: pretty much it no i i, I um you know it, it, it was a good time you know i think this is the first time that i actually got to speak with the the mics yeah nice first time I actually getting to talk to y'all so
0: yeah this is the first well, time we uh talked to doug mike
1: it'll be
5: the last two whoa
0: <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see that coming
5: denied oh. <laughs>
0: No, I want Doug back here. We didn't talk to Doug very much here, but uh, you know, we're gonna do that next time. We'll talk to Doug more. Um it'd be a good time. We'll go through Doug's personal life here on the air. We'll spend an hour talking about his life. I'm kidding, Doug. We won't do that. We in, won't do that.
4: And Doug's the He's not responding, so it must be something.
0: Yeah, what what are you hiding back there, Doug? Did you kill someone?
4: <laughs> no.
3: Probably the most straight <laughs> laced out of anyone here. Actually, uh I uh, I work for the government,
0: so... Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh. Well, this call um never happened, by the way.
5: i <laughs> <laughs>
0: We will delete this episode very soon. Uh, Doug, you never talked to me.
2: Now
0: you see why not Don't worry. Yes, uh, Doug, that is... Uh, my name is really not Michael, by the way. It's a different name. Um. <laughs> don't uh do a background search that's not gonna end well um but yes uh doug we do appreciate you too being here being a part of the program we had a great time with all of you guys you guys are fun uh we would definitely go to war side by side with you gentlemen absolutely yes we would be down there fighting um uh, the russians and the ukrainians at the same time
2: uh no guns.
0: I'm that's, joking we wouldn't be doing a that, that, folks That's the
4: war I'm staying out of. yes well, you know you do know guys terrible. that uh, uh,
1: with our administration, the White House, we are buying oil every day from Russia thus, <laughs> thus supporting the, war. the Russian war machine against Ukraine.
5: absolutely
4: well, that's absolutely. what happens buy um, you know. shut yeah Biden shut there, down our pipes that's right and the, uh, gave the, them the, to Russia. That's yes. right. The
1: Keystone Pipeline. We, we fired fifteen thousand people. As we were a self, I'm getting off track here. But yeah, we were self-sufficient uh, energy, and now we are depending on OPEC, yeah. Russia, and even Iran. We love that. Did
4: he did he do that the day after he got sworn in? That's he right. He shut down the pipelines. The That's day right.
1: After. All executive order orders.
4: I'm but- I'm gonna say something controversial, but they're all in coercion. They all know what's going on. They, of course, they they're. Do. Of course, I mean. Oh.
0: No, this is true.
4: They all know.
0: Yes, it's a big game, and we are not a part of it. Absolutely. We're merely pawns. We love Absolutely. the um people of the Ukraine and the people of Russia. We just uh, don't like uh, your governments, really. We don't even like our own government. Right.
4: We'd yeah. like you all to. We'd like them all to fuck off. That's and true. Save of our lives.
0: That's all we want. In the military. You know, complex is bigger than any one government for anything going on it's it's
3: it seems really scary but it's all it's it's definitely engineered like people that are trying to make money off of uh people's lives being lost
0: yep the ultra rich and elite making the poor fight their wars again Uh, it's no different nothing new under the sun this has been going on uh, since the dawn of time
4: wait i thought they worked for us
0: well, we play uh, both <laughs> sides. That's kind of what we do. You know, we kind of mislead them like magicians.
4: Humorous. Huh? Yes. I, thought, I thought they worked for us. I thought we paid them to work for us.
3: That's the indoctrination. The indoctrination.
4: Well, now, cool. <laughs> give it, given all the things I've said, I'm now on a list.
0: Now you are. Yes. Shit. No fly list now.
4: I'm fucked. <laughs>
7: yes. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Doug's making the call right now, by the way.
4: He is. No, I- he is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, he's on I his cell hold, phone now. I
4: will be I will be drugged out of my home tomorrow. <laughs> I'm about to end this man's whole career.
0: Yes, yeah, you I'm are but drugged
4: out of your home? Right.
0: Yes, but gentlemen, yeah. I do want to thank you again. Yes, you will be drugged out of your home by an FBI agent thanks to Wad Doug out there. But again, we do appreciate <laughs> you guys for being a part of the program and uh, we'll do this again soon.
1: Awesome. Thank you, bikes. Yes, thank you guys for coming on tonight, and bravo and congratulations on your new album, Fat Wine and Wickery.
0: Love that!
2: <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> we got a plug the cover. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Crimson and Clover coming on March twentieth. They Ooh. cover. I'll send it to you, Mike. And let's just beef it and see what you think, man.
0: Nice. Send Sweet. to Mike and send to both of us.
2: Send it to both the mics. Yes,
0: we would love that. Once again, thank you, boys. We will do this again soon.
2: All right. Have a good,
5: good
1: night, night, guys.
0: Yes, and I believe we have um, let these uh, gentlemen go, and um, let's bring Mike back in here in the mix. I think I cut him off here. Uh, Mike, I'm sorry. I hung up on you there.
1: <laughs> all good.
0: I hit the wrong button again.
1: That's okay. I'm
0: I back. hit the uh, nuke button there. So what'd you think? Well, I had a great time.
1: It was pretty fun, huh?
0: I had a great time talking to those gentlemen, and uh, of course, we definitely have to bring them back on again here.
1: Yeah, they're good guys.
0: Yeah. I like their music. It was a good time. They're good. Um, they're good musicians and magicians. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Mike, we are almost uh, to the end here. Uh, but I did have some audio um to play you here, Mike. Okay. Some crazy stuff. And oh, of course boy. we yes, uh, of course we talked about Ukraine. We had some fun there for a second there. Um, terrible what's going on around the world. We don't even know what's really happening. We can't really trust and uh, trust what we see or what we read anymore these days. It's insane.
1: Certainly is, my friend.
0: But it's always been that way, as you know. And uh, for another gentleman, um, it's been um, pretty wild for him, too, Mike. This is a pastor, by the way, who is saying all these um, pretty wild things about God. Mike, are you ready to hear this one? I am. Are you ready, Mike? Does that wake you up? Yeah. All right. Here we go, Mike. This is a pastor that... Is saying God is non-binary. Oh, jeez. Here we go. <laughs> God is
10: non-binary. God is queer. God is autistic. God is queer. Let so me unpack that for you. God is non-binary because God is the author of gender. God is genderless and genderful. They are neither male nor female and they are both. They refer to themselves both as male and female throughout the text. And yet theology would tell us that God does not have gender. So by definition, God is non-binary. God is queer because like gender, God is the author of all sexualities. All sexualities exist in God, and yet God is not explicitly sexual. And since asexuality is part of the LGBTQ spectrum, we can say God is queer. And finally, God is autistic because autism is a divergence from typical neurology. And since no being in existence has a mind like the mind of God, God is by definition neurodivergent. And as an autistic person, I like to say God is autistic. God always identifies with and as the most marginalized
0: people in society. Uh, Mike, your thoughts? Oh, Mike's phone's ringing. He was in line. Tom is calling you. Oh, Mike is uh, scolding him, saying I'm still in the air. I'll
1: call you back later. Bye.
0: Yeah, tell him to call him back. Yeah, Mike, uh, put those headphones back on. How dare you? Sorry, the phone was ringing. Did you (laughs) miss that completely?
1: (laughs) No, I, I heard it.
0: You heard that.
1: I did, and and I, I gotta say, I I find it fascinating because I I actually agree. Uh, if there is an entity, a God, so God is queer. Is, well, it's a poor choice of words. I think um, he's autistic. Again, poor choice of words. I think he's trying to just make a point with everything that's happening in today's lifestyle
0: in today's um, world.
1: Yeah, um, but it was actually quite interesting to say that that God is both male and female and neither is in my, I agree with that.
0: I don't know for sure.
1: Because if you read on, on if you read about, uh, you know, ancient gods and, and, and that sort of thing, a lot of them were both male and female in some cases. Um,
0: Yeah. What what does the chat room think, by the way, do you believe God is queer? Um, Let me know in the chat room. I'm very curious to know what you uh, would say about that listeners out there is god a queer i just think that was a poor choice of words well he said first it on me i don't know
1: right no i'm i'm, I'm saying like yes. first of, first and foremost if for anybody that knows it, like any kind of um description of an entity especially those that are divine yeah uh in this case with we're talking about god and and i'm assuming the christian religion um According to the terminologies of a God, he he's divine. Thus, he does not need any sexuality. He needs no
0: sexual organ, in other words, yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Yes, what if God was not even, you know, what we think God is? Maybe he's like a bot. Like what? Like some sort of bot. You know, X's and O's, zeroes and ones. He's like a yeah, I mean, mathematical equation of sorts.
1: I mean, really, if you think about it, Michael, I and mean, we're, we're never going to know.
0: We won't know. We're
1: never going to know until until that time when we die. Until we in, die. In my personal opinion: once we die, that's it; it's over.
0: Well, we'll find out what happens once we do go under. And I believe we do have a caller here. Caller, go ahead. You're live on the air.
11: Yes, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, sir? And the legendary, uh, what's the other guy's name?
0: Yeah, the other guy. <laughs> I'm it's not smart. trying to
11: be funny. I listen to you guys all the time, uh, while I'm working and, um, um covert, uh, covertly listening to you. I was our, uh, 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 podcast. Nice. While I'm working I, under my yeah. handkerchief mask, my man, uh, home a mask that they force us to wear. Yes, sir. Oh boy. But I take advantage of the, uh, I take advantage of the forcible. I'm sorry, guys. I'm had a couple of shots. That's
0: okay. We appreciated <laughs> that. Uh, you're, you're doing good. Don't worry. Yeah. So you're good still here in the game,
11: but I'm actually, a uh, uh, American of African descent calling you all of uh, uh, podcast and, um, maybe the first, may not be the first, may not be the only. No, no, I'm there's, I'm sure of it because there's no. plenty of intelligent folks that like to, uh, uh, you know, we all don't like to just listen to. Yes. No, we have,
0: we have a very diverse listener base, by the way. Very Absolutely. big demographic out there of all races, um, green, black, yellow, orange, any color of the rainbow. You know, we have it all here.
11: Uh, um, a little bit of this, Um, uh, please forgive me.
0: For That's me. okay. Don't worry.
11: I should have called when I was in the right mind. That's all good. Whatever <laughs> hadn't been drinking don't
0: minutes. worry. I'm not in the right mind. Um, uh, trust me, Color.
11: Intelligent folks, uh, take them a sip too. I just say, like, I just put it like that. And, um, I'm, uh, I'm gonna end this call now before I further embarrass myself. No, you're not embarrassing yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'm I doing the show. I, I mean, haven't identified you know, myself. And actually, the more I talk, the, m- the more sobering I become. Yeah, you sound
2: fine.
0: Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're, you're good, man. Fine. Don't worry. But yes, it's I do. Fine, I'm
11: sorry, Mr. Michael, but I'm gonna stop bullshitting, uh, I listen to y'all a lot work. Um whatever and um not whatever, but uh i i actually I try to think of it just give me a like he spells his name distinctively from other people. Yeah, Mike uh, does uh,
0: this Mike say it again. Mike Hideous, yeah. He spells it with a Y.
11: Mike Hideous. There you go. <laughs> Mr. Mike. Legendary yes. Mr. Mike. Um I'm just gonna reach in a little memory box real quick you know all the legendary i I listen i listen to your stories about you uh cooling with all the rock stars and stuff like that um of course uh yeah i listen to hip-hop and r&b but i also am a rock enthusiast i just realized if i slow down a little bit i can get my thoughts in line together Slow down a tad
0: bit. Yeah, don't worry. Trust way. me, I'm far off than you are at this point.
11: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: Since so the show know. began, I'm on another galaxy from you.
11: Shout out to all the folks that rock with uh Mr. Michael and Mr. Mike Hideus out mm-hmm. there. Uh this two time Johnny off the Ciroc. Love and, that. Um, off uh nothing I don't do the hard shit. See why don't you? And just I'm I'm just gonna digress a little bit. The hard shit fucked up. The family tree. Oh no! The family tree. I see. Okay. Lightning because of the hard shit, so I do a little light. Stuff. You keep it light. But, yes, sir. You keep it natural. We had to do overtime. We had it. We was forced. We were forced to do overtime today. So um I got me a bottle, and I put a little line up near the neck where you open it. But I, I'm beyond that at this point. I'm, Amen. I'm right here. I
8: love that. I
11: still. I'm nowhere near the half the the half the
0: equator part. That's, <laughs> That's good the, news. That's good. Don't I worry. Say the half
11: the half mark point or something like that. But yes, you guys forgive me.
0: I forgive you, but don't worry. It's all good, and I do appreciate you uh, being a listener and listening to us uh, on the pa- the podcast rendition of this program. That's kind of where I expect a lot of people to to tune in while they are doing a uh, you know tedious task. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Yeah, okay. no, not at all. I'm glad to hear that. Um,
11: I was just uh I just uh, sat down and well, I didn't sit here, but I actually opened up the little YouTube app and I saw you guys were live and I was like, Wow, I finally you gotta call in. I finally found this guy or caught this guy rather. I finally caught my buddy live. And I just found the number and I'm like I thought I'd be able to articulate a lot better than That's I okay, am.
0: that's okay, you're doing fine. I was
11: overconfident. When I, I guess, uh, um, with 60% nerves and 40% just some rock. Just it ain't, ain't easy to call in, that, by you know. the way.
0: For those that are wondering, I mean, it takes a very special listener to actually have the balls to call in. That's kind of the truth, though. I mean, everyone's kind of scared to call in. Um, you're, you're doing fine, though, my friend.
11: I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about because I just <laughs> got excited. Don't
7: said, worry, man.
11: I got excited when I saw you guys were live, and um, I'll let you guys continue the show. Oh well. And, um, maybe oh, I'll call back when yes. I'm able to. Well, actually, you know, here, here's the thing. In since particular manner.
0: yeah, well, no, don't worry, don't hang up yet. But what we were talking about earlier was uh, we played this clip of this.
11: I didn't want you guys to hang up on me. Though. Don't worry. I know it's no. a creep. I know it's a creep guy that called you. Oh my. Before. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. They I got do. calls yes. and he's like, hey, yeah, uh, fucking Michael, I don't fucking like you. I don't like you at all. And I don't even know why the fuck I don't like you. And Mike, he even said some smart shit to Mike. And well, I don't like he,
0: the shit well, that guy's actually a, you know, he's actually like a longtime listener. But the, the thing is, that guy is like a convicted pedophile, by the way. Oh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a, it's a little uh, weird subject. You know, there's you these weird stalkers no out there. Yeah, there, there's lots of stalkers out there, you know, lots of them with a strange past, in other words. Yes, sir. Yes, I have to deal with these people. You know, they harass me. They stalk me. It's terrible.
11: Well, I also remember another young lady or she might not be. Maybe she may have been in the middle age. Maybe, maybe she's an
0: old woman. Yeah, never sure. know.
11: But she she did comment on how your voice is arousing to her. Oh, my God. But maybe that's why that guy hates you. Oh, he's a hater. <laughs> yeah, he's a hater.
0: Of course. He's well, a I hater. do have the that's haters. Fine. This is true. This is true. Yes.
11: I think I sobered it. I think my nerves came down. That's okay. That's good. I'm able to. Because I ain't going to embarrass myself.
0: You're in the box now. Don't worry. All You're doing good. Have. No, you didn't embarrass yourself. You're doing good.
11: Well, would you allow me to allow, uh, allow you all to continue your show? Yes, sir. And. I want to become known as a regular caller.
0: Yeah, you could be our regular caller, no doubt. And give
11: you a different perspective of, you know, from yeah. our world. Sure. I'll just put it like that, and I'll leave it at that. And you guys have a great night.
0: Thank you so much for the call. We'll Thank talk you. to you soon, my friend.
11: Take care. Yes, sir. Take it nice, easy it's out there. An honor and a pleasure.
0: Honor to talk to you as well, my friend. Take care. Thank you very much. bye And there he goes. Great call, but yes, um... God is a queer, according to uh, the pastor. God's a queer. So he says you can't what, what prove was him name wrong. that wrong. I don't even think he gave us a name.
1: No, 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 no. The 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 guy who's talking about God.
0: Oh, I forgot the guy's name.
1: Was he really a reverend?
0: He well, yes. I forgot the guy's name. It's not really important, though.
1: It's not. No, but again, I I I actually agree with, the, with those statements because there there really is no way to define what. Superpower there is out there. What super entity we'll never know. That's
0: true. We don't know.
1: But if it's anything more incredible than humanity, then by far it must be something that is beyond what we can recognize as standard humanity. Yeah. Uh, beyond sex, you know, beyond uh, male, female genitalia, beyond um, black, white, yellow, orange, whatever. It's if it is something more grandiose than than humanity, then it must be. Something that we cannot describe or even understand.
0: And what about um, uh, you know, fat people? By the way, are you fat phobic, Mike? Am I fat phobic? Fat phobic—that's a new <laughs> no, one now.
1: I, I'm not fat phobic. Uh, you know, I got nothing against fat people.
0: You don't hate uh, on I the myself fat people? Have gotten fat. I hope you don't. They're people too, Mike.
1: Yes, they, they are. They have hearts, you know, I, and, I, I, I myself have gained a little weight over this winter and I've got to lose
0: some spring. A, you have a couple of chins going on. No chins, just a belly. Just a little bit of a belly. Well, Mike, this is another user-submitted clip. This is someone uh, talking about being a fat phobic and why, you know, you shouldn't be.
12: Let's talk about body preferences. I've heard a lot of talk like, oh, I don't hate fat people, but I'm not attracted to them, and I don't want to date them. It's just my preference. Maybe in an ideal circumstance, in a world that was forever body-neutral and did not demonize fat people, that could be a preference, maybe. But is there really such a thing as preference in a society that exclusively demonizes an option? Fat people are branded as disgusting, branded as something to be eliminated, unhygienic, lazy, XYZ, everything else. And we've received that messaging since we were born. Our culture is deeply rooted and entrenched in fatphobia. Chances are, it's not just a preference, and you've just been taught to think fat people are gross.
0: I, for one, don't hate fat people at all.
1: I don't either. But this chick is an idiot.
0: Yes, um, I don't really agree with her. Her thoughts, not at all. Her train she, of thoughts.
1: She's what she's claiming is that anybody who is overweight. Let let, let me be specific. Anybody yes, sir. who is obese is considered to be non-attractive, uh, uh condemned, and so, on and so on, unhealthy. I mean, let's face facts. If you are obese, that is not the normal for a human body, all right? Sure. If you go back in time before civilization, anybody that was overweight got taken down by a saber-toothed tiger or whatever. You did not survive that way. There are no the, nothing in the natural world is overweight because you are constantly on the move trying to survive. So what this woman is saying is ridiculous.
0: Back in the olden days, fat people were wealthy. That's True. what uh, Steven in the chat says, by the way.
1: Right. When you sit around and you don't do anything, when you don't have to worry about how you're going to survive and you're just sitting around and eating, and eating rich food, you get fat, you get lazy and you, don't, and you become unhealthy, Period. I'm, I'm going to and I'm going to back that top that that comment up right now by saying I myself gained weight over the way over the winter from not doing enough to keep myself healthy and fit. Am I happy about it? No. I want to lose the weight and I want to go back to fitting into my regular size pants that I always th- fit in.
0: So Amazing.
1: It, it. She's an idiot.
0: Yes, and I believe we are joined by another caller. Um, I believe this is Anthony again. Uh, Anthony, is that you?
1: God
6: damn!
0: What's up, brother? What's on your mind?
6: Hi. So, um, so I see you're speaking about. All right. So, I mean, I'm 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 gonna be walking a really, really thin tight rope here, God but um, uh because you're talking about like the overweight issue, right?
5: And uh,
6: obese people. God damn! God damn! China! <laughs> China! So, China. Real, there
0: you go. Okay, go ahead.
6: China. So um so I I don't know I'm pretty sure like you and I think Mike Hideous and a lot of people might be listening. I know Derry D out there. hi Derry. And maybe, you know, people from the Bellevue community or whatever that know who I am. Like I I'm a maniac with the running. Uh I train I'll I'll do over hundred miles a week standing on my head. Right. I I'm a I'm a I'm a small guy i I stepped on the scale this morning, actually it said one forty three and five five eight and a half um five foot eight and a half, and I'm like hundred and forty pounds or one forty said one forty three this morning um there was a time when yeah I stepped on the scale i'm not gonna get into it, but like I was dealing with something for a while, yeah, and I stepped on the scale. And the scale said at the doctor's office said two hundred and fifty seven pounds, and I was told I was pre diabetic, yeah wow. um I was dealing with an issue. I was dealing with something for many years over ten years, and I'm not going into that. that was a war that I fucking clearly won um and that was perpetrated against myself because you know you're not allowed to be yourself in certain certain families um and but what I am trying to say is that like. I got back down to my racing weight. I'm healthy. I'm good. Um I'm good dating a woman. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Um, I'm dating a woman ah, no. for years now. God damn. Um, no, for real though. Um I'm knows, um, maybe a couple other people, like uh my my girl my girlfriend, I've like we've been dating for like five years. We're getting married. You're right?
0: getting married, okay, um, nice. Very good. Yeah, cool. We've been cool. talking
6: about it. I'm just saving for a ring. Um beautiful beautiful woman she's egyptian her name's lisa um i'm trying to say this like not to be supportive but also not trying to sound like i'm being an asshole but like and out of her own mouth, like she she had i mean not in the past in the past like she's been fine but like in recent years i think it was due like she she her father died um there might have been problems with like Come on, man. Like, like, maybe like depression or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We we talk about it all the time and I, I'm totally on her side. I'm a distance runner. I fucking, I'm a local competitive, right? I'm not just some guy that runs for my health. I'm, I'm local competitive caliber. Like I, I'm probably regional at this point. I'm probably going to be sub professional at this point and I'm well, I'm like way deeply advanced in age, but, um, at those levels of competition, but like, Lisa, is, you know, she's a beautiful woman. I love her. I'm marrying her. We're gonna have kids together. But she's—I—I—how I, do I say this? Like, Ooh. she's a heavy woman.
0: I was and gonna say a uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say maybe not sh- tell her this is, about this episode is, here.
6: <laughs> no, 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 something <laughs> no, like, like that. The thing is, listen. She she joined the gym. She's always running. She's always talking to me how she's gonna lose. A certain amount of set of weight oh
0: um she, she sees you like she yeah she sees you now. running around so she wants to join you in a, in a sense she yeah, wants but, to be healthier like,
6: the funny thing is she told me that once we started dating she gained weight and i lost more,
1: even more weight myself i see which is yeah weird. but that's a personal show
6: that that really,
1: happens in life you know it happens you know yeah I, I mean ultimately are you are you just saying that you're you love a woman who is overweight is that what you're saying simply I'm saying that I support
6: I want her to be happy with herself. Like I of love her no matter what, as long as she's healthy. Right. And she saved my life. Okay. I'm not gonna get into what I was dealing with for ten years, but she saved my life. Well that's good. And she resurrected yeah. a dead life and I'll never leave her.
1: Good for you. That's yeah. great. That's true love, my friend. Indeed. It's got nothing to do with fat people. It's got nothing to do with skinny people or like, you know, it's all about who you like. This woman who was just talking before about uh, the demonization of fat people, you know, if you're going to do that, then yeah, you are an asshole. But I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, just because a woman is fat, I'm not attracted to her. But the fact of the matter is humans are not made to be overweight. It's as simple as that. It's a fact. And now I'm not demonizing your girlfriend either. But at the same time, if you're happy with her, terrific. More power to you, my friend. That's wonderful. I'm happy.
0: Yeah, you can't help who you love either, you know. Sometimes in life, someone you love may not be a a jewel to someone else, you know. But in your heart, you you love this person very much. So it doesn't really matter what anyone thinks.
6: Michael Deacon, like what you just said, that person might not be a jewel to somebody else. There's a very old saying, you know how it goes? This is how it goes. Beauty is in the eye, uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. That's right. So what I might find beautiful.
0: Someone else might, might not,
10: yeah.
6: Might not be some other person. Exactly. But exactly I find, right. it's just something you gotta know. Like it's like, I find, like, listen, like I, I find, listen, like, like, I find like the, the standard run of the mill, whatever, Ukraine, Russian, Hottie. Like I, I also find them hot too, but like like Lisa, it's different. It's like very intimate. She saved my life. So
0: it's also got- normal though. But, you you have to understand it's also normal yeah. to see a female and be attracted to them.
1: Of
6: course.
0: Normal. As a, yeah, as
1: well as a male. No, I am, well yeah. a male. Listen, a guy listen, could be, listen, that be too and be honest. unattracted to a woman. Yeah,
6: yeah, it works both ways. I'm gonna be listen, I'm gonna be totally honest. Like there are women out there that as when I'm walking around Manhattan, um or in the city of New York Uh yeah, like it's just it's hardwired in all of us. Billions of years, come on, of this fucking compulsion for life to keep it going. Um, but like, but we're also human. We're also people. Um, I listen. I'm being totally honest. Like, I see women all over the place, fucking hot as shit. All right, but you, I don't know who they are. They might be maniacs.
1: And That's you right, and it, it makes no difference on what their appearance looks like. How matter how matter. male course. or female, no matter how good looking you are or how ugly or fat or skinny, whatever, it it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, you know, I right? just
0: remember, even those that are very attractive, they have their issues too. You know, so
1: yeah, more so than the, yeah. the more
0: so of the than weight. exactly. So you never really truly know until you get to know these people and you start to figure out. You know, you're like, oh shit! Even this, even though this person is, you know flawless in their appearance it's like well you know on the inside and they're you know, a
6: they s- goddamn toxic waste exactly of fucking fresh keels garbage
1: dump in their soul that's right that's right blacks black souls yeah now you bring up a Nothing good point is, and and again i commend yeah. you on your love affair i'm sincerely happy for you i'm sure michael is as well and it, it just yeah. goes to prove that uh love is in the eye of the beholder love is blind love is blind and if you feel that way about her and she feels that way about you, and it sounds to me by what you said about her trying to lose the weight, she's making an effort. And that's good for her. Yeah. She's trying to better herself, her health. Most importantly, her health. She's trying to better. And that's what counts.
9: Yeah, I hear you, Mike. Anything else, Andy? She, and
6: she's not like – she she's she tells me all the time that like she wants to lose this amount of weight. Like she wants to do this and she wants to do that. Um, and I try to help her and I do, you know, I'm, I'm helping her and, and she, the thing, the, I think I know, I know as, 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 as a competitive athlete myself, like I know the thing is what might be with like a consistency issue because sometimes like she'll get, like she'll want to lose the weight and work out and run and everything, but like she'll do it for a couple of days and And then like fall off. Yeah. I've been doing this shit for 30 years. I've been doing this shit for 30 years. I'm 40 almost. Good for you. Good for you. But like I, it's just it's to me the whole for me the running thing is very spiritual. It's the only time you'll ever hear me admit that I feel something other and better and bigger than myself, AKA God figure or whatever. The Only time you really will. I feel it every goddamn time I fucking take the stride after stride after stride. Um, but but Lisa. She, and then she, I know she feels it differently. Like she's a church person. I'm technically an atheist, but when I'm, when my fucking wheels are rolling, trust me, there's something going on. You there become now. religious. Always have been. Yeah. Now I'm religious, like, like not even spiritual, just something. I can't explain it. It's like, I'm drinking beer now, but like whatever that feeling is, blows away the fucking goddamn beer I have in my hand right now. You understand? <laughs> like I'm, it just, I can't, I, 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 I can't explain it.
7: Goddamn!
6: I mean, I just wanted to share that. Um, Thank you. Yeah. No, we hear you. There might be others to call it behind me. So um, if there are people online right now, you know, online or in the chat or whatever, listen, like, and and I know for sure, I think there's like 30 or 40 people listening. um, I'm going to say this without giving away with what I want to give away. You might be dealing with something. It's not. And they're going to tell you it's permanent. You could tell them to suck your dick or suck your vagina. Bullshit! It's not. I won that war, and I know other people that have. Keep pushing, keep fighting, you get there, all right? All right, I'm gonna sign off, guys, and i will be in the chat.
1: God damn! <laughs> Thanks for calling.
0: Thanks that, for guys. the call. Good night. Yeah. My God, that was a great call, by the way.
1: It was, and I'm happy for that guy. Me too. What's name again? That was Nicky. Anthony. Nicky. Anthony. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, I mean, it, good for him. You know, the woman that you had yeah. talking about. Fat phobia or whatever they're fat shaming, you know. She's insane. Said, yeah, her comments were ridiculous. It just, you know, it's probably another liberal who's got all these feelings and emotions and about that. You know, it was a liberal,
7: subject. by the way,
0: Mike. Yes,
1: of course. I mean, it's yes. it, you know, these people don't take in facts. They don't take in facts. It's all about emotion and feelings.
0: Yes, and that's
1: I, not how the world works.
0: No, not at all. And I believe there's some more emotion that came out of uh, Ted Nugent on. Alec Baldwin, by the way.
1: Okay. I want to say is I know Alec Baldwin was just a nasty, nasty man. He would attack the
2: good families of the NRA that did nothing wrong and blame us when there's a school shooting. So we know he's a liar and his brain is fried and he's just a prick.
3: But you know what we're going to do
4: for the brain-fried, nasty, rotten prick? We're going to pray for him until we find out the details of that terrible accident, if it was an accident.
5: Because, you know, if you point a gun at... At something, and you blow that thing up.
1: It's not an accident. That's negligence. It certainly wasn't the gun.
0: And that was a uh, Ted Nugent, by the way. And I believe we are joined by another caller. Go ahead, caller. Hi, guys. How you doing today? We're good. Hey. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thanks. Very nice. What's on what your, are your mind, sir? Your
8: opinions on uh, Joe Biden's uh, speech there.
0: Joe Biden talks about that there. Which speech, by the way? State of the Union. The State of the Union. Well, that was a terrible State speech. State of the Union, yeah, yes. Sure. That was a, a very awful speech, by the way, and some of the best words that were um, regurgitated there came straight from Donald Trump, by the way, just reworded a little differently.
1: Yep. Biden Biden claimed everybody should buy American when he himself is buying Chinese. So they're full
0: of shit. Did that answer your question?
8: Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> whacked out of her mind, man.
0: Well, yeah, oh she's God. insane as well. Drunk. Yeah, she is drunk. Let
8: me tell you,
1: man. <laughs> I, I I didn't listen to the State of the Union, but I did, I did. Mike, I I I just couldn't. He 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 makes me sick. I can't I can't listen to a word he says. He's full of shit.
0: It wasn't and, any uh, good. You didn't miss anything.
1: No, I didn't. I did hear. Uh, I heard a little bit of Mark Levin talking about it, and uh, it, 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 just still going on about Trump, about it, how it's his fault. And did you notice how like COVID was not even part of the. Topics. No
0: covid's gone. It's it's, yeah. it's gone like thanks to the Ukrainian war.
1: Yeah. And as I just said Iranian. before caller. As I just said before call, caller, Russia is selling to the United States oil. We are buying oil from Russia <laughs> every day. Thus we are supporting their war machine against Ukraine. So, it just goes to show you this 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 administration is full of crap. China. Everywhere. Every country is the same. Yep. It's the end
8: of the world, my friend.
0: Oh, yes. It is the end of the our, world. Our, That's kind our of what prime we're minister. seeing. Sorry. What was that, caller? Go ahead. I'm sorry.
8: Our prime minister is trying to, uh, uh, what was he saying? Normalizing dictatorship. Oh, yes. This, this is, is from
0: Canada? Yeah, this is our friend from Canada. Yeah, Trudeau. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you got Castro Jr. out there. Hmm. Trying to normalize dictatorship. It's each, speech. No, he is. This is true. He legalized protesting again, though.
1: That's sickening sickening.
0: Isn't that great, Mike? I don't even know how they uh, have such, uh, such a dictator out there. My stomach turns. I'm not either. surprised though. I mean, in some ways I am, but in some ways I'm not. I thought Canada would have their head on a little bit tighter. Screwed on a little bit tighter, rather. Yeah, yeah, you would think. I need my head screwed on a little bit tighter. But uh, we're both a cocks,
8: man. That's what we are. cocks. Yep.
0: <laughs> Doesn't sound like you like uh, Canada very much.
8: Well, I used to like it. Like, how I supposed to like this stuff? Like, how do you like it? I don't
0: understand. That's true. Are you born
1: and raised in Canada?
0: I think he was. Yeah, grew up in Toronto.
8: Beautiful city.
0: Well, there's an American underneath you there. And I don't mean inside. <laughs> I mean. I used
8: to go to. I used to go to New York City all the I'm time, and California way. all the time <laughs> for
0: vacation. Yeah. Oh, you, really? You, you used to come out here.
8: Rochester, New York. Uh, that area, Buffalo.
0: Oh, okay, so yeah, you come out there. You come I, in
8: I right down to Tijuana, Mexico. Oh yeah,
0: look at you! I got a you. friend
8: up in
1: uh, in New Brunswick, uh, Canada, and I uh, good friend of mine. Um, before I kick the bucket, one of my kick the bucket lists things is to go up to the uh, eastern coast of, I guess, Nova Scotia and photograph the puffin
8: birds. Pardon? Newfoundland. That's the east coast. Is that what it's called? Yeah, you kiss a codfish. They walk you here. you have to kiss a codfish.
1: Okay. Well, all right then. Uh, Canadian tradition. But in any event, yeah, one of my goals is to go up to uh, Nova Scotia and photograph the puffin birds um, that uh, hang around up there.
8: Yeah, Nova Scotia is nice, really nice.
1: Never Very been nice. there, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: Anything else on your mind, caller, before we uh, wrap it up here soon?
8: Yeah, I woke up three days ago It's palsy.
0: Holy shit, why?
8: Really? I don't know. Are you going to the doctor? Was, uh, yeah, I went to the hospital. Whoa! Like 14 hours. I thought it was an allergy or something like that. They <laughs> said no, yeah. But I thought it was a stroke, allergies, and they said it was Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy, folks. Wow. What What are the symptoms? Like what did ha- What happened? Honestly, I was sleeping. I woke up. My eye. I felt like I had hot sauce in my fucking eye. Oh man. It was itchy and dry. <laughs> what the. I went to put water in my eye, brushed my teeth. I couldn't spit anything out, and all of a sudden, I noticed it. i
0: noticed my face. Damn. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So there you are asleep, and all of a sudden, you feel like you have a detached retina, basically. Yeah, I look like uh, fucking hunchback Notre Dame now. You look like, <laughs> ba- yeah, you look like you had a stroke then. No, it was both positive, he said. Yeah, well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Wow.
5: Got yeah, all,
0: I thought like, it was a stroke. Yeah, most of the time, that's what people would think. Are you I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, are you gonna be fine? Jesus. Well, they don't know. They just gave me some. They gave me some meds, and uh,
8: they want to do all this COVID testing on me. I'm like, Yeah, I'm not here for COVID. Make my fucking face, man. Like, let's get real here. Fuck it gold shit. That's why i at the hospital.
1: You know, that's wow. the funny thing. So many, so many illnesses that have taken place lately. Uh, it's always like COVID. Oh, it's COVID's fault. Oh, so now that I got cancer, it's because I got COVID. She hey, got what COVID. You know what about? <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I hope you feel better.
5: Yeah, man.
0: That's terrible. I'm so sorry you have to uh, endure this sort of thing. That's never fun, my friend. That's bullshit, man. Yeah. Hard to eat, too. Damn. Not hang good. Yeah, hang in there. Son. But anyways, um,
8: thanks, guys. Stay mentally guys know, tough. Uh, really enjoy my Saturday sometimes with you guys. Anyways.
0: I mean, we're here for you, my friend. Don't um don't be a stranger, you know. Call again when, you know, we're closer to, you know, the middle of the show and not the end, so we could talk to you a little bit longer here. Yeah. Okay, no problem. All Thank right, you. brother, stay safe out there and stay strong, mentally and physically.
1: Yeah, good luck with everything.
0: <laughs> My God. Wow. That bummed me out. Yeah, me too, That man. made me oh, sad. Imagine. Wow. Yeah, that's some bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit. It really is. Yeah, that sucks, man. You're just trying to go to sleep, and you wake up, and your face is uh, not the way it was a minute ago. Your eyes all messed up. Feel terrible about life. Hopefully he doesn't give up and get depressed or any of that shit. You know, he needs to stay mentally uh, strong out there in Canada. Don't let the uh, world, uh, you know, definitely uh, tear you down. Don't let the world confuse you with anything. Just uh, keep on trucking like those truck drivers.
1: Yeah, good luck to them. Keep going.
0: My God. And, of course, Mike, we do have uh, some Melinda Gates here, by the way. I have no idea what she's saying here, but let's hear it.
13: It was also that's widely it. reported that Bill had a...
0: a oh, this is, a, this is the clip of her being uh, asked about uh, Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Bill Gates and that sort of thing. She was claiming that that's one of the reasons why or, you know, one of the reasons why they got a divorce, by the way.
13: Really? That's let's what hear. I've
0: been hearing, but let's hear that clip. I haven't heard this.
13: You know, it was also widely reported that Bill had a, a friendship or a business or some kind of contact with Jeffrey Epstein and that you were not, uh, that that was very upsetting to you. Did that play a role in the in the
14: divorce at all in this process? Yeah. As I said, it's not one thing. It was many things. Oh, my. But I did not like uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you made that clear to him. I made that clear to him. I also met Jeffrey Epstein exactly one time. Did you? Yes, because I wanted to see who this man was. And um, I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil, personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. So, you know, my heart breaks for these young women because that's how I felt. And here I'm an older woman. My God, I feel terrible for those young women. It was awful.
13: You felt that the moment you walked in. I, I didn't realize was awful. that. Yeah.
14: And you shared that with Bill and he still continued to spend time with him? Any of the questions remaining about what Bill's relationship there was. Those are for Bill to answer. Okay. But I made it very clear how I felt about him. Mm -hmm.
0: My God. And that was the very first time she's ever been on the record saying that. Oh. And I I did uh, speculate that. I always said, well, I didn't always say it, but I thought here that's one of the reasons why they got a divorce because of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. Damage control, right? Maybe. Yeah.
1: Too bad that guy is not still alive. I would have loved to found out the real
0: story. What do you mean? Epstein. Oh, yes. Jeffrey Epstein, for sure. Um, my God. That, of course, was, uh, Gail King of CBS News, who was having a interview with one Melinda Gates, by the way. Mm-hmm. Checked it out. Um, I believe that, I think that airs pretty soon, or that aired already, like on a Thursday, I believe. Not sure, but pretty damaging there. Yeah, what a messed up situation! It is. So, Mike, once again, I do want to thank you for being a part of the program as well. I'm glad you uh, spent some time here with us all. Absolute. It was a fun and show.
1: Absolute joy tonight. I had a blast as always, and it was great having uh, the guys from October Noron. And And uh, yeah, what a great show we had.
0: It was a good one. Uh, Mike, go ahead and plug anything you like before I cut you loose. Right on. Thank you very
1: much to Mr. Michael Deacon for having me on as as his co-host tonight. Um, Always a pleasure. Uh, Much thanks to the audience for listening both live and anybody listening to the podcast at this point. Um, Again, thank you to October Noor, Tom, Doug, Tyler. Thank you so much, guys. Love your music. And if you're interested in any of my history with music, um, with Empire Hideous, Spy Society, and or The Misfits, you can check out – What's my website? Oh, yeah. MikeHideous.com. M- <laughs> M-Y-K-E-Hideous.com. Also, if you're interested in any of my artwork or photography, I just put up some – well, actually not yet. Um, uh, some new artwork is going to be going up soon. You can check out SpyManPhotoAndArt.com. And last but not least, if you are interested in my social media account, you can connect with me at Facebook.com slash – Hideous Mike, M-Y-K-E. Thank you so much, everybody. Had a blast tonight. Thank you, Michael.
0: My my pleasure, my friend. Take care. All
1: right. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon, buddy.
0: Good night, my friend. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was my co-host, Mr. Mike Hideous. And yes, we just heard some damaging uh, news there from one Melinda Gates. Pretty wild. Um, I think we should uh, hear that one more time. That was really... Something else. This was Belinda Gates speaking for the very first time on camera about her feelings about Bill meeting with Jeffrey Epstein, which, of course, I speculated very from the very beginning that that indeed contributed to their divorce. And she basically confirmed. Those thoughts and opinions. Let's hear that clip one more time, boys and girls.
13: You know, it was also widely reported wow. that Bill had a, a friendship or business or some kind of contact with Jeffrey Epstein and that you were not, uh, that that was very upsetting to you. Did that play a role in the,
14: in the divorce at all in this process? Yeah. As I said, it's not one thing. It was many things, but I did not like uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you made that clear to him. Mm-hmm. I made that clear to him. I also met Jeffrey Epstein exactly one time. Did you? Yes, because I wanted to see who this man was. And um, I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. So, you know, my heart breaks for these young women because that's how I felt. And here I'm an older woman. My God, I feel terrible for those young women. It's awful.
13: You felt that the moment you walked in. I didn't realize it.
14: Yeah. And you shared that with Bill and he still continued to spend time with him. Any of the questions remaining about what Bill's relationship there was. Those are for Bill to answer. Okay. But I made it very clear how I felt about him.
0: Wow. If it's true, if it's true, Bill has a lot to explain to the general public about his relationship with one Jeffrey Epstein. Evil personified, right? Melinda Gates, folks. Wow. That is pretty insane. And of course, we do know about Bill Gates and the vaccine summit. That was about depopulation back in 2013, I believe. We do have a clip of that. Um, Let's play that for you.
15: Well, good morning, and welcome to the second day of the Global Vaccine Summit. Last night, we had a a great celebration of all the progress we've made in the global effort. Uh, We are much closer today to achieving the goal of universal coverage. Today, we'll have experts uh, sitting down and talking about what it takes to solve this problem. Uh, you'll hear some very exciting new commitments uh, to this fight. Uh, you'll see new partnerships uh, that are working together and solve the very tough problems that we have uh, in the, the final stages. I think today we'll go down in the, the history of uh, global health. Uh, it's a very important day. Let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now, that's back from high school algebra. But let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. There you go.
5: <laughs>
0: the evil Bill Gates.
5: <laughs> yes,
0: indeed. Holy hell. God. <laughs> but yes, folks, you heard it here first. Well, not really, but you heard that way back in 2013. Bill Gates making some interesting predictions there. And uh, my God, I do want to thank all of you for being a part of the program. Of course, our guests, October Noor, and of course, Mr. Mike Hideous, and of course, the callers and those of you in the chat room. And as we take it home here tonight, and before we pull it Larry Silverstein style, Built in seven. I do want to thank all of you out there once again for being a part of the program. And don't forget if you are a fan of this program and want to help fund it, that would be appreciated. This whole program is listener listener. Listener funded. And uh yeah, we would uh appreciate you uh donating anything you got. We like that. Yes, um we appreciate Anthony very much. One of our favorite callers. Um don't get too drunk out there, by the way. And uh Steven, I see you in the chat room. Yeah, and David and Derry D and uh Mike Zone out there. He checking in in the chat room there and Tyler, Doug, Tom, all of you. We appreciate it very much. And once again, if you do want bonus content of this program, and I've been pretty, been kicking out those episodes pretty daily now, please go to patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. And that is where gold falls from the sky. That's where the hardcore listeners go. And, of course, we do have Mike coming on there every now and then. We appreciate that very much. That's Mike Hadeus. Go um, check out his website. Go check out October Knorr's website as well. Uh, Love your Michael. Yes, we do love your Michael indeed. Vic Grimes, Anthony, again, we appreciate all of you out there in the chat room. Uh, Rene, he was in here. We appreciate that as well. And please go to michaeldeacon.com. El Taco Max, yes. And Federal Reserve Brown, yes, we love all of you very much. MichaelDeacon.com for more info. Everything is there. Check that out. Yes, Anthony, we know you're drunk. It's okay. It's okay to be drunk. And remember, please subscribe to the YouTube channel for those of you who have not done so. And, of course, download the podcast rendition of this program on most platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, and uh, Spotify, by the way. International listeners out there, thank you so much for your support as well. Those of you in Canada, Germany, the UK, Australia, and, of course, our friends out there and Russia and the Ukraine and uh, Michael out there. Yes, I see you in the chat room as well. We yeah, I hope you did enjoy tonight's program. It was a fun one. It was a good one. And I do want all of you out there to stay safe. Dublin, yes, uh, stay safe no matter where you are on this island earth. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place and life itself is a mystery. Until next time.